Пошли. Все вместе. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. Welcome back, Blair. Good to see you. Hey, I survived the cancellation. I'm back, baby. <laughs> yes, welcome. Welcome back to the Leftist Mafia. Welcome, everybody, watching on every stream possible. Yeah, uh, I'm streaming on YouTube and Twitch. Or, excuse me, I'm just streaming on YouTube. You didn't hear that, Twitch. Um, <laughs> myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh... I guess, you know, to intro all of us, I am David of the Rational National. There is Mike Figueredo of the Humanist Report. There is Illuminati, uh, amazing videos on YouTube. There is uh, Lance of the Surfs, uh, who's everywhere. And there is Olay, uh, who's going to be having a show coming up, her yeah. own show. Uh, yeah. But also, of course, uh, a writer, a, a public defender, a great person. Welcome, everybody, once again. Hello. <laughs> so it's hard to know where to begin now. I, I feel there, like everything's so sounding slightly more professional. How do we have so much in the chat? I mean, the show just started. My God. <laughs> like, y'all see this? The chat is going wild. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay. I'm just going to say this is the only thing I'm going to say. This is, I haven't even spoken yet. It is, you know, someone said at 8 at 8 15, they started the show. The started thing I'm, gonna say, I'm just now talking. At 8.15, there goes a hater. Okay, over <laughs> under. How long does Alimi mention she's the only black person on the show? I'm going with under five minutes from the start. Nigga, you said it. You said it 15 minutes before the show started. <laughs> That's you. You see how you see the projection is powerful? I don't remember why I start every show high as a guy. I don't never just come on the show and be like, Hey y'all, it's me, the resident Negro. I've never done that. To be honest, I don't think you've even I don't even remember a time where you've said that. <laughs> not yeah. not once. But I weird. but the audience the audience has pointed that out a lot. I've seen that a lot in chats. I got an email one time uh, like directly related to that. And I was like, what is going on here? That's silly. I'm, listen. Uh, I I have no idea what's going on here at all right now. What's going on? It's okay, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> you missed our intro. You did yeah. miss our intro. Oh, I've seen the intro. I, I've seen okay, it. Been, been there, done that. I've lived it. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> Damn. a fascinating thing that I'm going to 
when I am, when I am not fried and feeling scholarly, I'm going to write something real, real, you know, <laughs> powerful analyzing it on Illuminati one day. Because it's, it's really something how they hyper focus on your girl. Like, it's really, uh, okay, just be breathing over here fried. I'm just going to smoke my little vape and mind my business, y'all. Also, I just want to say our animation, I hope you all take a second to really peep out how dope and beautiful our new David, can you put animation it is. We love it. Coltrieve on Instagram made that for us. KOL. Oh, the art? Yeah, yeah. I gotta, yes. I gotta pull it up somehow. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. I need y'all. I need y'all to really appreciate it. I, they really did that. Oh, and I want y'all to know in the in the image, everybody else, you know, perfect, perfect. From nobody had any any complaints. I definitely had edits made that made your girl's outfit. I was like, wait a second, make it look better. If it were me, I'd be in a a black leather if it were me. I, I loved it though. I love the image. I think so, it's fun. I love yeah. it. And I'm grateful. It is so cute. I love how you're, you're perfect. Yours is literally because you're already a perfect animation, Blair. I mean, it happens. <laughs> 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 no, but the, uh, the artist uh, did an absolutely amazing job. So huge shout Agreed. out. Agreed. I, I, I can't find it, so the, <laughs> I have it saved, but there's no way to upload it to the to the screen. So, but it is the thumbnail of this video. So if you just go to my main page on YouTube, you will see it. Uh, but we also shared it last week, at least the earlier version of it. Yeah, it's in the intro too for people who are watching live. Um, By the way, Mike, that intro art, awesome. Well done. Out real well quick? done. Well, I want to give a shout out to you. That was awesome. I, I love how you layered all those cool. like uh, those clips in the in the beginning, like that up yours woke more list. Like I was like, oh, that's nice. Great. This is yeah. I was like, oh, this hits just right. It was perfect. Well done. I spent so much time on that, just finding the <laughs> clips, and once I had them, I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna be so fucking golden. Yeah, uh, so sucks. yeah, I had a lot of fun putting putting that together. I had a great template to work with because Lance, you killed it with that intro. But I wanted to give a shout out to Lord Magnus. So everyone comments on my outros on my videos and the beats that I get. So Lord Magnus produces some of them. And he's also a great artist himself. He's on Spotify, Apple uh, Music. So go check out Lord Magnus. He's in the chat right now um, in my YouTube chat. And yeah, the, lots of lots of great love for art. That's a phenomenal way to start the show, I think, because we're going to get into some Doomer topics probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, um, and uh, Olay, this is uh, something from my chat. Um, so Roller Dragon is uh, says he's one of the mods on Lance's channel mm -hmm. and says, um, can you DM Olay? Sorry, I'm saying this publicly, though, uh, that her mic needs to be logo facing her squarely. Oh, yeah. how, many how many different places are we doing this today? Is my mic better now? A lot. Let me know. Yes, it is. is it Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Wow, how about that? Sorry, I didn't even notice. Apologies. I would have said something earlier. Thank you. Thank you, y'all. I wouldn't well, have known. Who's all? Uh, who's everyone who's streaming? I know David Dole on his YouTube channel. Surfs on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash the Surfs TV. I've got two streams you going. You, uh, you have a YouTube stream going? Oh, I have a YouTube well, stream and not a Twitch stream. We're on Facebook and, too, I think. As well as Illuminati. So I, there's I a do. lot of streams. Cheers. <laughs> This is like, democ I'm, democracy at work right here. That's no this is how we do it. I got. I got to start oh, that's why. That's why the chat is so extra hype tonight. Why there's so much extra. Oh yes, Blair yeah, back there. Up. People that are new. Okay. Oh yeah, they're yeah. here. That's people you. have been commenting. When that's is yeah. Illuminati coming back? Return. Okay, here. Let me. It has been a I, I'm not going to go into the details, but essentially, y'all, I was moving and everything hit the fan, and then I didn't have internet for like three and a half weeks, and 
you know, normally if I were like to show myself on camera, it would be a little easier to stream. But when you have like a VTuber and stuff, you really can't work off of like, I have like a five-year-old laptop that I do work on when I'm not streaming or using my main computer. So I was just MIA, unfortunately, and I wasn't yeah. going to show up as a black square. So I just kind of had to disappear for a little bit, but I am back and the computer is working. So we're here. Mm -hmm. That's great. Fantastic. Shit happens sometimes, folks. And sometimes we just have to take a break from life uh, and our priorities. And we're just happy that uh, Blair's back because I was telling Blair before we went live that like, there's so many comments that are like, the the show just doesn't have as much structure without Blair. <laughs> it's not organized. No, that's just because I'm boring. I'm here to provide You talked okay? about Game of Thrones for an anyone? hour. It was all spoilers. I got so many angry emails about that. Like, why did you keep talking? Did you really? Yeah, because they were like, people in chat were saying, stop spoiling the show, but you wouldn't stop talking, but we wanted to keep watching. I was like, uh, I, I guess I'm sorry. We should have We should have been spoiler warnings, but anyways. Yeah, I realized, by the way, I realized last night when I got locked out of my Twitter, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah. somebody, I'm like to my friend, I'm like, somebody message, message, message the last mom, you I said, I'll tell my friend Mark, realize that none of you have your Twitter, your, your Twitter DMs open to the public. I was like, God damn it. I was like, mm, we really have conducted an entire show without exchanging any personal contact. With we, we fixed that, like, everybody. We fixed that. We're, we're all besties now. I did not. I was like, no meetings, just <laughs> Yeah, we were playing, we were rolling the dice here because um, Elon Musk could have basically shut down our show easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah no, that failed. Now we've connected out. He missed his opportunity. <laughs> also true. <laughs> Yes. So right. uh, what happened this week? Let's let's start start with some real. Oh topics. wait, wait before you, before um, you do that, I just want to tell everybody the document is back. We're organized again thanks to the Illuminati. Yeah. So uh, the word doc should be in the chats uh, now ish. Um, and then if you have questions or, or topics you would like us to cover, so that we have nothing but pure structure, uh, click on that link, go into the document, and and fill it out. Yep, fill out the Google form questions, y'all, and I'll make sure I try and keep them in order and keep them semi-timely if you guys send me crazy stuff i'm not answering it or i'm not letting that go live sorry we're not doing <laughs> hateful shit in here <laughs> but the nice stuff we're good i do have a question already that is a timely question um asking uh what do you think could happen as a result of the youtube ceo resigning today and being replaced by neil mohan or moen mm. so listen I'm of the belief that it's always better to work with the devil you know as opposed to the devil that you don't know. But mm -hmm. I'm not even thinking about the CEO of YouTube because for those of you worried about the future of YouTube, so this next coming week, pay very close attention to the Supreme Court hearings because there's mm -hmm. going to be oral arguments for two cases. Uh, Twitter v. Tamena, I believe. I could be butchering that. And uh, Google v. Uh, something. Anyways, these two cases are literally going to decide the fate of the internet. And that's not hyperbole. I have a video dropping tomorrow. So what's in question oh, wow. is Section 230. And the question is, can these internet service providers be allowed to publish anyone without legal ramifications or can they not? Like, will that still be the status quo? There's a bunch of different outcomes here and all of them could be bad. Um, and it's, it's very complex, but basically what this means is in the event the Supreme Court repeals section 230, YouTube, Google, all of the, or not Google, but uh, YouTube, Twitter, all of these social media giants, um, they might take swift action to protect themselves. So either hyper, hyper moderate everything, which means more censorship, or not um, 
not do any moderation at all, allow death threats to go on. It depends on how this goes. It can go in a number of different, different ways, but it could lead to YouTube being crushed, for example, because if um, Section 230 is repealed or portions of it are gutted, YouTube may have to forego the algorithm, essentially. Like that's one of the outcomes that could come up um, as a result of this. So if that happens, then YouTube could be transformed into Dropbox to where there's no algorithm to promote uh, our content. It's just we have a link when we upload and you have to find our content because if they're open to lawsuits because Section 230 is repealed, they're not going to promote our content because they could be sued for that. Like that's the crux of the suit. It's so complicated. I have a 14 minute video dropping tomorrow. Um, watch it because it's really scary. And that's what everyone should pay attention to. Like a lot of my following uh found me during like the net neutrality days this is like net neutrality on steroids it's genuinely horrifying and the internet like a year from now could be very very different looking are, are you guys hearing the same thing i'm hearing youtube promotes mike's content is anyone else hearing this getting a I load mean, of this relatively <laughs> speaking <laughs> if, uh, this may actually help us <laughs> put us I mean, all on I... an even playing field I I am a uh, uh, I could I could be uh, persuaded about various different uh, updates maybe to Section two thirty that would possibly make it stronger and better but overall Section two thirty is a very good thing for the internet yes. um, uh, like Mike was saying it, it could fundamentally I I don't know exactly um, if that scenario is something that would actually come to fruition. But it would certainly, uh, the loss Clean of Section 230 would certainly change um, how media and, and really any sort of content is put online. And I think we often focus too much on the YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and what these big tech companies are going to do to protect themselves. But the fundamental change with those big tech companies honestly is not going to be uh, all that much compared to what it will do to basically your website, any sort of uh, small uh, business tech company, any sort of a small press organization, mm -hmm. a freelance journalist, because Section 230 covers all of those people too. Um, right. You cannot be held liable for what someone comes and and you know if they if they, you know you're in a Substack and someone comes in the comments of one of your Substack pieces and says something uh, that could uh, you know get someone into legal trouble, you will not be held responsible for that commenter um, because of Section Two Thirty. Uh, mm -hmm. your, you know, your, your website will have to worry about these sorts of things. If there is no more section 230, um, you know, you won't be covered by these sort of things. You will be held legally liable for what even third parties upload to your platform, um, whatever your platform may be. So section, I think often we focus too much on, you know, and, and YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and, and, and Instagram and TikTok, they make tons of money. So I'm sure they'll figure out some way to still get the content flowing. You know, maybe people like us who probably don't make them too much money wouldn't get our, you know, who knows how they would handle it, but maybe our content would be held up until it's reviewed or something, but they'll find a way oh, to get it wrong. out there. It's the other sorts of platforms and even your own personal platforms that you have, a blog, whatever. That's going to be what gets really hit by uh, changes to Section 230. 
Yeah, and there's two portions to Section 230 that the liberals and the conservatives are against. Trump was against Section 230 because it gives tech giants and social media websites the ability to regulate content, moderate their own content. Now, um, the left thinks that they're not going far, to no far enough. I should say liberals, not the left. Um, so the other portion of Section 230 is that, as, as Matt was pointing out, if somebody posts something on their platform, YouTube, for example, can't be sued because of what that person uh, posted because they're not publishing it themselves. They're just acting as like a neutral platform for everyone else. So both of these provisions are in play here and nobody really knows what the internet will look like if either one of these or both of them are overturned by the Supreme Court. So that's why it's some, something to really pay attention to because we, we don't like we don't know basically like i was listening to an expert um dr uh, goldman he was interviewed by philip defranco and he was he's an expert on section 230 and he was explaining that you really don't know what the outcome of this is going to be but we're dealing with a supreme court that is not only far right but they're tech illiterate they're geriatric they don't know what the fuck they're doing and so Christian to put the fate of the too. internet in their hands is horrifying so oh, not, not only not only just different the, a year from now right not only just the tech illiteracy the whole fact that um conservatives online for the past like geez i feel like at least three or four years due to their complete misunderstanding or, or purposeful uh misunderstanding of what section 230 is have gone on this campaign to get rid of section 230 thinking that's the reason why conservative content has been you know uh taken down or moderated on these platforms, which is the complete opposite of the reality of the situation. They're able to post on these platforms and spread whatever vile bullshit they want to spread because of Section 230, because otherwise, YouTube, Facebook, and all these companies, it wouldn't just be, oh, we're, we're, we have content policies just so we don't get people yelling at us about uh, you know misinformation and stuff. No, they would take down this shit because they wouldn't want to legally be held responsible in this case. In fact, it wouldn't even be taken downs this shit would never get up in the first place without section 230 because they wouldn't want to be held you know any sort of responsibility whatsoever for what this stuff is it's a complete shit show what's going on here and it, it will be a big problem it will be a big problem and also we should add an addendum that section 230 also doesn't give them like free reign to just let whatever go up True. it gives them a a uh, for for material that actually is you know uh, legal or or uh, uh, you know people uploading copyrighted material that's doesn't belong to them or whatever it gives these uh, platforms a reasonable amount of time and I believe Section two thirty also uses terminology like that reasonable to not give it a specific amount of time it just says something like a reasonable amount of time to act and take things down so they won't be held legally responsible this doesn't say that like you know a, a platform can just decide to host you know a, a child abuse material and not be held legally responsible that's not the case at all section mm -hmm. 230 just enables them to have a specific amount of time to take material down if it is uh, illegal for example and not be held responsible and if like uh, a party decides to take action against someone for like i don't know um something like uh, uh slander or something like that um the they would have to go after that third party that posted on the platform, not the platform itself, because they wouldn't be held legally legally responsible. Yeah, so just pay attention, folks, because this is very, very important. 
And there's a lot of Supreme Court cases that are important. For example, Moore v. Harper, really consequential. But this is one that's kind of flying under the radar, but it's popped back up because they're going to be hearing oral arguments this next week. So keep that on your radar. Just wanted to put that out there. I just got a uh, question as as a Canadian to the Americans when it comes to the Supreme Court. Like when you say keep this on your radar, I'm all for making tons of noise about this and obviously making a lot of people aware of what's going on. But ultimately, it's going to be their decision to make regardless, right? Like we're still going to have to sit back and just watch this happen. And it's most likely going to be the worst possible outcome, right? Like prepare for that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like the FCC, like when they proposed repealing net neutrality back in 2017, there was this long comment period where the public was able to weigh in now that comment was flawed and whatnot but with the supreme court all we can do is cross our fingers and hope and pray that they don't fuck this up and odds are they're gonna fuck this up like clarence thomas has already um vocalized a little bit of interest in overturning section 230 so that's one but in terms of like what the others are gonna do we don't know clarence thomas has no principles here he's just saying that he doesn't like section 230 because trump said the same thing so how they're gonna roll it's anyone's guess. So that's what makes this so horrifying. It's because of the uncertainty. So all you could do is speculate about what the internet will look like, but any change that they can that they make will have a ripple effect across the entire internet. I do wonder how, how this would impact countries like ours, like Canada, where, where this wouldn't necessarily apply on the books, even though YouTube is based in the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wonder would they still be able to operate normally within the confines of other countries? <laughs> like, would the U.S. be sort of like siloed out of uh, of social media if like the worst happened? Because I, I don't question. know how all how all of that would 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 work out. Yeah, that's wait, part of the wait, wait, say, right? say, say that say that again. Would the U.S. be so? It, it, say uh, uh, Section two hundred and thirty is uh, repealed. What happens in Canada? What happens in Europe? Oh, like, I, I, th- I think I think the opposite would be the case. I think you would all be now uh, running under. I mean, these companies uh, operate out of the U.S. for the most part. I mean, the com- the big tech companies we're talking about, and so they would probably just put out a uh, overarching new policy regarding this based on whatever the ruling on Section Two Thirty is. Just like how uh, the GP uh, uh, GDPR is a uh, European set of privacy rules, but a lot of companies have instituted those same laws here in the US just because it's easier to just have an overarching uh, group of laws and, and not just run things by uh, you know the, the laws in specific countries. I mean, what happened here is that after GDPR came uh, was uh, uh, passed in Europe, um, California passed their own set of privacy laws based on the success of the GDPR and then that pushed forward even further for these companies to just have these privacy laws uh, over like uh, a rule basically over uh, uh, over all these other states. Like we're basically, uh, you know, it's not technically illegal in certain states the way it is in in uh, in uh, California. But a lot of these companies are operating just like, you know, it's easier. Just we have to abide by the California law. It's going to cost more to have these different sets of rules for every little place. So we're just going to create this one policy based on what we have to abide to by this law and just make it across the board yeah and that's why the net neutrality repeal hasn't been as devastating as a lot of people initially expected i mean certainly it's been harmful but because states like california and new york were able to get their own net neutrality laws 
I, I think that that's part of the reason why it hasn't had this big widespread effect that we feared. Um, now, the FCC, uh, to go back to net neutrality, they actually tried to pre preempt states and block them from passing their own net neutrality laws, but that was actually struck down by a court. So they did do that. And now, you know, why create this different uh, setting, uh, you know, as, as Matt was talking about, you know, just have it be universal across the board and keep fighting. So that's that's like an ongoing battle, just to be clear. They're, uh, these ISPs are trying to block GG Zone from getting confirmed, but would give Democrats the majority to completely undo uh, the net neutrality repeal. Um, so they're still fighting that, and they still want net neutrality to go the way of the dodo, like entirely for all 50 states. But, you know, with California, New York, Washington, Oregon, other states having net neutrality, that like throws a wrench in their plans. So um, it's all really, really complicated. And uh, I would say, like, if you follow anyone on this, I would recommend uh, Evan Greer and Carl oh. Bode. They're really great tech writers. Also, uh, somebody named Matt Binder is a great, uh, great writer at Mashable. Yeah. <laughs> great source on this you can follow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but the anti-Semitism, come on, you know. <laughs> So yeah, I think we I think we covered all of that. I think it was interesting that we we started. Uh, oh, what bi what's big that happened this week? And it's like the week that started with the Super Bowl, and we start with this section two thirty. <laughs> 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 well, it's Super Bowl. Who gives that? I don't even know what happened. The Super Bowl. I didn't even know who was playing the Super Bowl. Uh, I still all don't I actually. Juliana did the halftime. Wait, are you I serious? did the halftime show. Oh, okay, okay. It was good. Oh, no, no, I, th I thought that's what you meant. I thought you like you didn't know who did the halftime show, and then how it became a culture war thing because it was like, wait, uh, Rihanna did it, but uh, she was also pregnant, and and it's like she's like absolutely killed it, and then a whole bunch of right wingers were like, but she did it while she was pregnant, so that's controversial, I guess. I was like, are you I, kidding? <laughs> I mean, if I you want to make thought, it into a non thing thing, sure, yeah, of course. <laughs> I thought once I saw Candace Owens like be okay with Rihanna performing. I thought there was no right wing argument. Oh, the right. Oh no, the, the right wing the, the, the right was Rihanna. very upset about it. The, the quartering was I'm saying like, that it was satanic. <laughs> actually, like smoking on the crotch and things. Uh, because apparently, at one dance routine, she both touched her crotch and then smelt it afterwards, and that apparently was uh, highly problematic. Yeah, highly, <laughs> highly disturbing. And uh, kids could be watching. You know, kids, kids could be watching. What are we supposed to say? Think about you know? the thing, Rihanna. Is, that is literally Rihanna. Rihanna was covered from head to toe, bopped around stage, baggy clothes, pregnant. That is the most wholesome. I agree. You have ever seen and the Rihanna. other and the other dancers were, were dressed like marshmallow men. Like they were all covered <laughs> yeah. up. You couldn't see the, you couldn't see yeah. anything. <laughs> like there was there was nothing offensive even possible. I just there. love the memes about Rihanna because she was pregnant and dancing. And so somebody posted like, uh, "This was Rihanna's baby in her stomach as she was performing." And it's like, <laughs> 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 so, it's, I can't do it justice, but it was so fucking funny. That's actually how I found out that she was the one who performed. I'm like, okay, I've got to see this performance now. I thought oh, she did great. I mean, she's pregnant. She did like a 13 minute performance. She did she phenomenal. Did. All the hits. Not to Conservatives mention... are just never going to be happy. Well, well I, 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 I just can't get over. I just can't get over David saying who could be, uh, you know, hurt by the big poofy, the big white poofy costumes. Clearly, he's not thinking about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and the Michelin Man. Uh... <laughs> There's video evidence. Uh, yeah, I forgot about them, I guess. But, but I it was I, horrible I, I be... for them. They must have felt very hurt by that whole thing. I, I, I... 
I gotta be really honest. If you're offended by a woman dancing, grabbing her crotch, and uh, allegedly smelling it while you're watching basically a commercial for the military industrial complex, like how much of that game is like, oh, the boys in blue, the boys in green, look at the military, look at the cops, love them all, this is the fucking uh, center of the universe. Just, and, they, and it's like, I don't believe it. anybody was angry. I don't, I don't <laughs> even believe that's real. There's no, you know, it's real. It's you, know, real. No, no, you know who I heard was angry about it on his podcast? Because I, 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 I listen, I read the wrestling web, uh, news websites and on bill goldberg's podcast you guys remember bill goldberg yes i don't know what that is bill he goldberg is he was a huge champion he's in the wwe sometimes comes back he's in the hall of fame he's considered a wrestling legend he was complaining about rihanna grabbing her crotch and called it disgusting during the super bowl before joining his podcast this is a guy who works <laughs> for a company that's the biggest superstar and the guy who married the boss's daughter and is now running the company, Triple H. This is the guy who became most famous for pointing to his crotch and telling people <laughs> to suck it. Well, yeah, is, this, is this guy for real? Is yeah, this guy for real? We must simply ignore these people. They just be looking for attention because all this is, all this, again, you know, every week I just come here. <laughs> Racism. It's just, this ain't nothing but misogynoir. Okay, that's all that is because you know it's the same way they were like I what I did see, I did see your girl Marjorie. I did see her say, you know, oh it was those it was otherwise good other than that wokeness. So whoever oh, sung the anthem. The national anthems. Yeah, the national anthems apparently like mm -hmm. Matt Walsh was like, This is the only country in the world that would let us have national anthems based on race that's and ethnicity. I was like, they What just... what did, no one said that there was alternate American national anthems? No like there was never an announcement, there was never a, a statement, there was not Marjorie this is a different reason to be angry. There is no reason except it just needs to be. Right. They're yeah. just racist. All that is is you have this black ass woman up here singing this black ass song. Fuck all that, and my people are gonna like for to hear me say, "Fuck all that." That's all it is. That's all us. That's all it is. They just find new ways to do this performative outrage, but that's all it is. Racism, and also what it is is poor education systems. You know, you're not familiar with the black national anthem. That's on you, Lady Miss. It's been out. It's been out. You are late to the party because they don't teach black history in the schools, and that brings us to a greater problem. You listen, and also. Uh, left nut in the comments mentions. Don't forget left nut. Don't forget uh, <laughs> the, the Pat Tillman Disgusting, name unbelievable. The Get nuts. out of here. <laughs> what does no, right nut say? Left nut says, "Don't forget the the, the Pat Tillman name drop," which mm. I missed, but I, I heard about how they're trying to pretend uh, uh, Pat Tillman was this. I don't know. Anyways, they're trying to Pat Tillman was uh, from what I I'm not a huge hugely informed on Pat Tillman but was somebody who went to, I believe, the Iraq War and was a player in the NFL. And yes, and he, and he left the NFL to join the military during uh, the Iraq War. He went over there, became uh, completely disillusioned. Yeah, well, I mean, well, he was one of these. The purpose but he was to save America and he, democracy. But he... But he became completely, this was like after 9-11, he joined the military, left the NFL. He went over there though and became completely disillusioned by what he was seeing over there and became this really big anti-war uh, uh, voice later they on, obviously, once, his, <laughs> once this information got out. Um, but he was sharing these anti-war uh, feelings in his journal and, and, and to his family and everything. And lo and behold, uh, I forget, in like 2003, I think, uh, he was killed by friendly fire. 
And the whole situation around this whole thing became really messed up because the military then comes out and lies at first about what happened to him, claiming they were, you know, attacked by, um, you know, enemy, they were, you know, enemy fire. And then it comes out later that he was shot by uh, friendly fire, his own troops. And then there's uh, a lot of um, uh, uh, information that's still not known about exactly how this went down there. I've heard that he was shot numerous times from not so far away. His um, his military gear was burned like they were trying to cover something up. It's become a very, a very odd situation. And at his funeral, uh, the politicians who showed up, I don't remember who it was. I feel like it might have been John McCain. There was a bunch of people who showed up, sir. though. They tried to turn this into uh, some like, you know, brave uh, a soldier trying to patriotic save American our freedom yeah country. yeah patriotic thing and his brother went up at the funeral and basically called out all this shit saying you know his brother while he was over there was speaking out against the war became disillusioned by it thought this was all bullshit he was an atheist and he thinks all this god bullshit they're saying at his at his funeral is fucked up because that's not who his brother was and it was an insane thing that happened they're still what was using that? His image. They're still using his image in these games to sell this idea of, like, this is a true patriot who fell at the hands of terrorists and we have to stand up for the American ideal. I was like, there's a lot of other people you could use to send the same message that doesn't have all this, like, controversy and baggage behind it. Where clearly that's this person was anti-war. That true. But that's but said, why. That's why they choose him, right? Because because disrespect. There are a lot of people they could do. It's also because of his like chiseled. He's like a chiseled chin. Like he looks like a like a warrior. Like he, he looks, looks like, a, he guy looks like a, who, a white comic like book hero <laughs> kind of thing. Like yeah. it's, it's it's he's got like the perfect like military yeah. like profile photo. Yeah. He is like a he's like a like a like a doll's face. Like it's like a perfect yeah. face for like yeah. that for that kind of image for them. So that's why they utilize <laughs> yeah. him. And and they yeah. of course don't don't acknowledge any of that history. Like I'm posting a clip of his bro his brother's eulogy. It's very short, it's like two minutes. If you want to pull it up, it's really it's really good. It's really something uh, that people talk about to this day. Um, it, it was a pretty uh, crazy. It still is a pretty uh, a remarkable moment. Well, I mean, people are saying they can finally hear you clearly, which is uh, which is awesome. The, the the mic is working. Thank you, thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't know it was spun around all this time. <laughs> you learn something new every day. We'll see him again when a loving God reunites us. Yeah, McCain, see? With the loved ones who preceded us in death. The contrast to the memorial service should have been a warning shot to the military. You got people out there sort of speaking in these glittering generalities. Pat, your family doesn't have to worry anymore. You are home, you are safe, and you will not be forgotten. And then you've got a brother coming up there, somebody who's willing to speak the brutality of that reality for them. He was always giving gifts. Thanks, Pat. Uh, I didn't write shit because uh, I'm not a writer. And um, I just want to say it was, there's a lot of people here, thanks. Um, it was really amazing to be his uh, little baby brother Uh, yeah, I'm not just going to sit up here and break down on you, but, uh, thanks for coming. Pat's a fucking champion and, uh, always will be, uh, just make no mistake. He'd want me to say this. He's not with God. He's fucking dead. He's not religious. So 
Thanks for your thoughts, but he's fucking dead. Um, I don't regret any of that. I, you know, as far as what I was thinking, I was just simply miserable. You know, I was, you know, I was, I was sad for my, my whole family. I was sad for my mom, my dad, Marie, Kevin. This isn't a production. It's my brother's service. I didn't plan on saying that. It just, uh, he's not what these people wished he was. Everyone grabbed at Pat's death. Not necessarily just the military. Everybody grabbed at him. They just chose the wrong family to try to do it in front of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the family was really wow. against how they were using for a long time. They would constantly speak out again. They became, you know, a big anti-war voice during the the early two thousands after Tillman's death. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Another thing that happened uh, with conservatives uh, during the Super Bowl, though, is I don't know if you all noticed, but during the um, that the the national anthem and everything. In one of the shots of the the uh, one of the navy ships with the the navy on board, there was a moment where they was a, there was a clip of the navy board crew who wear color coded uniforms to show what their role is on the navy ship, and the way they were standing in a row to conservatives watching, they thought that there was. They were they were purposely dressed up in rainbow colors to create a rainbow formation. And so, for example, the Hodge twins came out and tweeted about how the NFL is turning the military gay with this rainbow crap. And all these conservatives started complaining about it. And like actual like military veterans had to come out and say, like, no, this is the normal crew gear. Oh, it's not even rainbow Christ. colors. The colors are like brown, white, uh, purple. All, all the colors of the rainbow, brown. Yeah. Brown. yeah. Gray. It, it was amazing. It was amazing to see the true patriots who really care about the military seeing the Navy. First of all, the idea that the NFL needed to get involved to turn the military gay is a little bit too late, NFL. Uh, <laughs> But uh, in the Navy, I mean, uh, but I mean, come on, like, this is ridiculous. They see, they see, they see colors now. They see a mixture of colors and they go, oh, LGBTQ. Uh, like they're, they're obsessed. They're snowflakes. They're children. They're snowflakes. No, they're not they even children. Snowflakes. Children yeah. would see a rainbow and go, spaces. yay. They want safe spaces. That's all Our brain's is. in a certain mode, so they're always looking for something, right? That's what it mm -hmm. is. Like, what can I be triggered by next? Like, what's yeah. next? What's next? So it's just that's how they operate they're snowflakes they are the snowflakes that they claim we are and but yeah. the, but they're worse they're so much more hypersensitive and this has always been the case they've always been the puritans they've always been the pearl clutchers and so when they were accusing us of being like sjw's overly woke hypersensitive pc snowflakes that was just projection like as they say you know every accusation is a confession and that holds true with this as well they're all terrified of pronouns, I, like grown men terrified of pronouns. Oh, What's yeah. wrong with you? The, the, like, oh, I have to use the English language the same way I've used it my entire life? No, uh, they, them, uh, the downfall of society. 
I love the ones where like I refuse to use pronouns. It's like what, say that again. What, <laughs> Who? That? Who refuses to use pronouns? <laughs> and then and then any issue that happens, they blame it. Oh, uh, it's because Biden's distracted by uh, the woke mob and pronouns, mm. like the yeah. train derailment. Yeah. I, I think it was it was JD Vance on Tucker, and they're talking about oh they're too focused on on woke stuff to focus mm. on on train regulation, like. The Republican no, Party were the ones that <laughs> repealed the brake, the, the the ECP brakes on on trains. Yeah. Trains are using Civil War era brakes, Civil War era technology on these trains. And the workers and, were warning everyone. The workers were like, "Please, for yeah. the love of God, we need not only like now, paid yeah. sick leave, but could you upgrade this fucking system instead of say, I don't know, spending ten billion dollars on stock buybacks like you're doing right now? Because this shit is fucked. It's it's gonna kill yeah, and people. It, it does all the time." There's new reporting now about how the the train was like 180 cars long, like something insane, like like a ton mm-hmm. of different cars, and and essentially, uh, the, the workers were complaining before this derailment happened that that was way too many, the load was too high, and these companies are doing that because they cut staff, they lay people off, so now they have less staff to actually have more trains, so they have less trains, less cars, more uh, cars on each on each uh, uh, engine, and. Meanwhile, stock buybacks and you have a complete lack of focus on safety because they don't have anybody. So they're laying everybody off, mm-hmm. buying back their own stock to make themselves money. Meanwhile, these derailments keep uh, keep happening. And one of <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, he was on, I forget where he was, but one of his um, ways of defending what happened, because he's also part of the blame here as well, at least his inaction uh, as it currently stands into dealing with future problems. Uh, one of the um, uh, things he said was that this is one of, of hundreds of trains that derail every year. As if that's like a defense. No, but they, that, that is a regular, that's a regular thing they do in politics, right? Like they always they always seem to gotcha. No, no, no. The problem is far fucked up. It was fucked up first. It's been it's been a you're new yeah. to this. You're new to this. We truly it's, it's this. always been like this. It's been way worse. <laughs> and that's the defense of the one issue. It's it's so crazy. By the way, another train derailment today. Can anyone I guess know. the uh, company? No. Norfolk Southern, once again, one of the cars was uh, carrying hazardous material. I didn't, I didn't know this because, like, right now it really seems like America, if, if I go there, I'm either going to be, like, shot in a mass shooting or a train will just smash into me because, like, apparently this is a regular occurrence. <laughs> like, people online were like, oh, no, this happens hundreds of times a year. I was like, it, it happens hundreds of times a year. What are you talking about? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's tons of train derailments. I was like, because of the same problem? Yeah, I mean, they really could upgrade their own systems to protect both, you know, towns, people, families, uh, workers all that kind of stuff but bottom line is it's just easier to keep this going as it is and what? bottom line is it's, it's about the bottom line that's what yeah. it's about. these yeah. rail companies don't want to spend the cost that it would take to actually ensure all of their trains are safe so they rather bear the brunt of the de- of the derailments that happen mm-hmm. as opposed to ensuring they're all safe that's Which the problem you know america's entire infrastructure is set up to be like that you know like to make decisions that um cost people that are harmful to people because they make the money when you think about just what is america's general corporation laws like the fact that it's like your fiduciary duty is to make more money you if you are to your shareholders you your duty if you make a decision for yep. another interest right you should you would think about it or but a competition will decided, like, a capitalist legal system that says no 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 the main focus is literally 
making money. Anything else you do is a problem. You are in breach. That's I mean, that's how you that's how you end up fuck that's how you end up with Elon Musk going on Twitter and the whole infrastructure breaking down, right? Because <laughs> oh, this is the most this is the most money you would be in breach of your duties to the shareholders if you didn't take this big money ass deal, even though we know this big clown is about to come here and fuck up the app and now look, right? But because cap- capitalism in, in, in defense of Elon, he did do one thing. He has really focused on one thing and that's making sure his tweets are seen by everybody else. So that's that's where all of <laughs> viral than the president the president got more likes than me (laughs) we all see his tweets so he's working that perfectly he like he's actually running the app so bad that like my attention span is not long so i moved on from even remembering to be bothering elon my like like everybody else which is why his engagement was now no one gave a fuck anymore like whatever we had already even come to terms with the basic level of glitches but he is literally so hell-bent on making this shit crumble like that we have no choice like out the blue because the app will just go haywire i'm like oh i wasn't even trying to think about you elon but i'm locked up my account bro i can't see my timeline why can't i see my likes what's what is up, my guy? Like, I that was the first time I truly understood. Like, that was the first time in my life I thought about stocks in a way that wasn't make believe. Like, okay, this is earned. Like, I, your Tesla, if I were a person in the stock world, yes, your shit has to crash because why would I want a car by a man who can't run an app? I finally officially have, like, you know, I've never had any smoke. So when people talk about Tesla's blow up and that, because I have a friend who's so into Tesla. They're all being recalled like, now, too. Did you drive in that for real? Like, you feel safe? You feel sturdy? Like, look, look at the app. I didn't even know Twitter. Like, I've never seen a sustained glitch on Twitter in the 10 something years on the app. And now the whole shit, I'm like dead ass. The app is, it's all the app is real life crumbling like King's Landing. <laughs> like, that's why I got this shit at the end. Like, I'm like, and we about to go out, like, seriously. <laughs> I feel it. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I also love that he's doing the entire thing just because it's like, I want you to promote my tweets. And all the engineers are snitching on him. Because, of course, if you had a team of people who are all like, oh, you have to go goblin mode and live inside the building and have terrible working conditions and the kitchen's closing down and the food is shit. But keep going goblin mode for me. We're going to be awesome. We're going to make this app amazing. And also promote my tweets. That's what you have to do. Make my tweets good. Oh, and Cat Turd. Yeah, it's 3 a.m. I'm waking all of you up. But Cat Turd doesn't have engagement. <laughs> well, of course the fuck. If I was an engineer working there, I'd be like, yeah, this dictatorship is crazy. It is like... Like, it is fucking the worst. This, like, man baby, we gotta fucking do something about it. It's terrible. No, it's And Cat, Cat Turd still hates him. He I know. fucking hates his gut. <laughs> well, yeah, you it's can't unreal. please the alt-right. Because you want to, you're like, you know what I think is ridiculous? Like, when people, when people are trying to dunk on you and the internet is cracking jokes on you and people are making you the main character, it's supposed to be, like, where the things are hyperbolic. Like, I, mm-hmm. all jokes aside, it's unreal the fact that we've been saying the whole time this is all about his ego when he wants our attention and stuff. And for it to be so shamelessly that, like, shamelessly, like, you real life did this. You really took over this Abby Dolls because it's that important to you for a bunch of motherfuckers on Twitter. To be checking for your tweet, like you really white like supremacist. Big, by the way, white supremacist. Like, we should say that he's the reply guy for white supremacist. That's what that's what he became. I, I yeah, I'd be <laughs> embarrassed. Like I don't even. I would be a little way. Like it's a little bit like embarrassing if I was like if you was like sending your your boys your tweets and shit like retweet it. Like I don't. I wouldn't go to y'all like that. Let alone like go get a bunch of grown adults like. 
Get out your bed. Get to the offices right fucking now. <laughs> We're all yeah, living here now. Going viral. And like, what 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 set what set him off is that his Super Bowl day tweet didn't do as well as Joe Biden's did. <laughs> like that's right. what that's and it, and then he ended up deleting the tweet not because the Eagles lost but because his tweet didn't perform as well. <laughs> like it's so, <laughs> that's so, that's so sad. embarrassing. That's so I sad. <laughs> I was I was wondering like what could possibly be more pathetic than getting upset that you uh, you know put out support for a team that lost that you have no connection to and it turns out you could get more pathetic and that is getting mad that someone else's tweet about the losing team did better than yours. I'm genuinely ashamed. Like why don't it's, you have it's rich peak stuff divorce. to do? Yeah, I know. I know. And, uh, yeah. Enjoy yourself. You got. You, you could do anything. You could literally do anything, and you're choosing to like live in this nightmare that you create in order to like please the far right. That's so sad. So unbelievable. Well, it's like, okay, you're rich. Go do rich people things, as Ole said. You know, go on your yacht and stuff. But when he tried that, we all made fun of him because of that fucked up picture of his weird body. Remember? So he can't do that. He's constantly getting made fun of. He should take that up with Jesus. <laughs> Okay, he can't get in between us. But like that's that doesn't concern us. Your problems with the Lord is between you and him. But, but clearly, this is worse. We would have we would have moved on. But now you've made us hate you. You know what I think is interesting about people like for not for, for to be so hyper concerned with like popularity or likability. Clearly, it's like it's like it's not just like a t you want attention, but you mm. also want to be liked by the very I people loved. that you insist on shitting on. You want to be loved by us. My guy, if it's not important to you, just be fake. Nigga, we done told you what to do. Like, I mean, I just, like, honestly, like, for the love of God, people act like they, they do all of this and they obsess. Like, bro, just go be likable. They do everything but be likable. We've already told you. Like, it's 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 not difficult. Stop doing all the shit you're doing. That's why, if you were wondering, like, what we don't like about you is all that shit, right? Like, rearrange that. Everything. Go figure that out, right? We have billions of dollars. Certainly, you could get some friends that we like. You don't have to get there with the white supremacists. That feels like a choice. Feels like a choice. Feels like a choice. That is a choice. That is 100% a choice. You want to be Cat Turd's reply guy. You want to be Ian Miles Strong's reply guy. You are choosing to do that. Yes, 100%. And as Infinite Content in the chat mentions, Elon Musk, it's now being reported as of today that Tesla apparently fired dozens of employees in retaliation for union organizing. This is in Buffalo. So right now there's a campaign going on to organize their union and tell uh, the recalls just too. A bunch of them. David, there was massive recalls today, hundreds of thousands of cars to remove yeah, the right autopilot well, yeah. function. The autopilot function is no more because apparently it's no, killing not, too many not, things. Not autopilot, <laughs> the full self-driving. Sorry, full self-driving. Yeah, sorry, it's, sorry, it's sorry. An, it's an autonomous thing. Also, yeah. it should be mentioned that the recall is basically they need to issue a software update to all these vehicles. Like people aren't going to actually be returning these cars. Oh, they can do um, okay. But it's still mm -hmm. a recall, uh, technically a recall nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. A man is a villain and a fool, and more important than being a villain. No, no it's like, no, dead it's ass. It's like, the least you could do when people don't like you is be on your shit, right? Like, no, right. on dead ass. Like, we're talking all this shit. Why? You already know we've been trying to prove so many people. People didn't like Elon before this, right? Nowhere near to this magnitude because a lot of us just didn't have a need to check them. But people were always alleging that you are not truly a genius, that Tesla has all these problems, that shit blows up on your watch, that things break down, that you're a shoddy <laughs> businessman. But People had been alleging that you were a fool, but we didn't know you weren't close enough. You weren't and close and enough, and potential you know I mean? sexual assaulter. We should mention that too. Right. Who was like, and, I, yeah, and, straight, and, straight up being like hiring and people and in order to have 
deviant. Yes. Deviant. You are yes. you are filled with problem. But yes. you you had some distance between that. People could still like reasonably get it off. But now it's like whether or not people want to be in your business, whether or not they need to be focused, whether whether or not they need to be making the case. Millions of people are on this app and they are watching it fall apart. Like so now, not only are you dislikable, not only do you have all this other stuff that was, you know, maybe you could have beat those allegations, but now we know you're a fool. So you a villain, you a bigot in real time, you a hypocrite, mm -hmm. all that shit you was talking about, all those pretense, all that free speech, all that nonsense. We already know, oh, you full of shit. We done seen the poll, like the hypocrisy abounds. But on top of that, you fucking up the app. You could at least let me tell you something. If you're gonna be disliked. Run your shit smooth. Like the least you could do if you want to be a fucking morally bankrupt villain, give us a product that works. Jeff Bezos knows why Amazon Prime is efficient, nigga. You get your shit in two days. She's not wrong. She's not. She's not wrong. No, dead ass. You dislike yeah. me, but you can't cancel your membership. You can't lie on Amazon Prime. But this shit, Twitter is broke down. Like you can't even lie for it. It don't work, my guy. He mm, doesn't right. even know what's wrong. He can't even come up with that. He, he can't even answer the allegations. He just there like. But but you have to hear out Joe Rogan, all right? So I got a clip here from uh, Mr. Joe Rogan about Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, no. oh, uh, I just I, I found this clip because I heard this that's happened. Actually, I haven't watched the clip yet, but I hear it's great. So uh, let's. Yeah, I heard it's a banger that Glenn and, Greenwald promoted. And David, after this let's, clip, uh, we should we should catch up with our our word document. We're probably we've only done one. Mm. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, of course, of course. Yes, Blair. Get us. I, I got you. Guys. See how this plays out. There's an amazing amount of resistance against him. And, you know, there's the, just the publicity campaign against him has been fascinating to watch. People go from thinking that Elon Musk is the savior that's bringing us these amazing electric cars and engineering new reusable rockets to he's an alt-right piece of shit who wants Donald Trump back in the office. And it's like, it's very wild. It, it, the, the, the speed with which. Oh, God. Whether it's Noriega or Saddam Hussein or Milosevic or no, Assad or whatever it is, like, we have a playbook for <laughs> cranking this is, out The subtitles are fucking up. It, it, it respelled Saddam Hussein as, uh, as sodomy, and so that's the subtitles. The subtitles are wrong. Yeah, the, the subtitles look like hey, no, he's, he's not talking about sodomy. No, he's talking about much worse things. It did say sodomy, but he's talking about much worse things, okay? We're talking about Saddam Hussein, not sodomy, which, you know, can be based if consensual. Can we go back just like I'm with uh, Noriega or sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian sub. <laughs> this is Matt Taibbi here, of course. Uh, Beautiful. Matt Taibbi, left wing journalist. Don't don't say he's right wing. Left wing journalist, Matt Taibbi. All right, anyways. Of course, let's, let's not opinion piece. Oh, that's what this is? Whether it's Noriega this is the Twitter or files Saddam guy. Hussein or Milosevic or Assad or whatever it is. Like, we have a playbook for cranking out negative information about um you know foreigners who get in our way for whatever foreigners pause uh -huh. now we, we've uh -huh. we've kind of uh, refined that technique for domestic people who uh -huh. are inconvenient you know i think yeah. they, they did it with trump obviously hold on i mean we we, we watched this clip go ahead no Ole, go ahead you you called pause first i think go ahead first of all who is this this is Matt Taibbi. <laughs> this is the, you, the you first probably, person to release You, you probably know files. him as the Twitter files guy, the main yeah. Twitter files guy. 
uh, oh, a, a, okay. a long right, a long yeah. history of, of being right. an opinion journalist for a lot of different publications. He was living in Russia for a while and made a really edgy kind of like, you know, we're going to joke about, you know, a whole bunch of weird things, sexual assault, stuff like that. And then he kind of got like mildly canceled by NPR. I want to say mildly because it was the mildest, basically. Well, Your old writing was kind of like weird and, and objectionable, but it was fiction. I, I like you, you know, don't do you stand by those opinions anymore. So that's it's know, kind of a, a very mild be, thing. To be fair, though, we did skip over like Matt Tybee did do some actual good yes, work of course of like course. for same, same with glenn greenwald exact same situation yeah it's like, and yes, then you kind did, of made this, this very good this wacko turn he got me too and turned uh and 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 became a you know how it usually happens yeah you they, they become contrarian right wingers you can't say it's a publicity machine when we're acknowledging the man himself is literally calling his employees like make me trend Make me trend. I want oh, yeah. to attend. Not a publicity machine, bro. He's literally feeding it to us. He does not have. He could take over Twitter. You know how it normally works, right? Normally, when normal billionaires do normal regular villains, they make these kinds of moves. If we happen to hear about it, we talk a little. We talk some shit. They don't acknowledge us. They don't give a fuck, and they go do what they want with the company. And that that's we don't know what the day to day happenings are. Elon Musk has made an executive decision to make this a personal circus. And he said, listen, hair monkeys, y'all are in this circus too. Y'all are in this circus. You're going to be involved. And if you stop paying attention, I will make sure you show up on my feed. You can't present it and, when that and, is what he's acting. And now it looks doing. like Tybee's about to defend Tucker Carlson. So uh, looking hold, forward hold, to hearing that. I, I, just, I just want to point out, I just want to oh, point yeah, sorry, out that the, <laughs> I just want to point out that one of his examples for the, the unfair negative uh, uh, press machine is a fucking president of the United States. Yeah. Why don't you go after? No. Why don't you go after that guy? I mean, this is all off the wall here. We're going too far. A negative press machine on the the most powerful man on the planet. We're going too far here. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Oh my god. I think yeah. they did it with Trump. Obviously, um, you know they try to do it with Tucker Carlson with you. Uh, you know, I mean, you got to taste of that for a few a few times yeah it's um, interesting right uh and then you know with with, e with elon yeah the, the, he went from being the guy who made electric cars sexy to like you know something sexy. to the right of victor orban in in like <laughs> 10 seconds it's it's amazing it is amazing and the narrative has spread through progressive people well they'll just say it now it's like they've reached the memo, the memos got to them, and then they just, I hear people in LA, I hear people that I know, like, oh, Elon's just so crazy. It's like, it was something happened to him. He went nuts and he's a right winger now. Like, how? What are you saying? Like, what? what do you mean, how? He's on oh we, we read. We read, you, you fucking about? idiot. You fucking moron. I fucking hate Joe Rogan. What a piece like, of shit. I, you know what bothers me so much? I, I used to watch this dumb, this dumbass podcast, like, like years ago before, when, let's, I gotta be honest, you, Rogan. You look, you, you, you look the like a Rogan guy. The show was different. The show was <laughs> <laughs> the show was different. It was a different show. I'm not, like he had he had Jenk Ugaran, he had Anarchist. Like he had he had actual you know people on with different perspectives. Now it's just a fucking right wing piece of shit. But uh, let's just finish these ten seconds. What examples do you have? Like they don't have an example. They just have this narrative what? that reached them the signal. You like, don't have Elon an example. Bad now. Oh, right? What the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> the, the union busting like holy shit no. about 
Yeah, I pulled up. I pulled up a few older articles just to show this isn't from. This isn't something that just happened oh. after he took over Twitter. Oh my 20, God. Twenty eighteen, Tesla workers uh, uh, in the Guardian, September twenty eighteen, Tesla workers speak out. Anything pro union is shut down really fast. That sounds like a, a left wing guy from Elon Musk, right? Elon Musk, the left winger. Uh, twenty nineteen, September twenty nineteen, Vox, Elon Musk broke U.S. labor laws. An administrative judge says Tesla tried to sabotage efforts to unionize factory workers in California. Another one of those left wingers who's just been demonized for buying Twitter in uh, 2023. Just this unbelievable bullshit. I mean, and as we talked about this earlier on the Majority Report, um, this clip, and uh, Matt Leck of the Majority Report had this to point out. I'm going to send you uh, the tweet here. Um, because let me just let me just pull it up for a second. If anyone wants to, to I think Ole wanted to send something, say something. Go ahead. Well, no, I get no, you guys no. this tweet. Mm, do your thing. I'm just gonna quickly pull this tweet up. This is Matt Taibbi himself in 2018, before he went on the or after he went on the Michael Brooks show, or before he went on the Michael Brooks show. Uh, Pull up this tweet from Matt Taibbi. Uh, uh, those, you know, all those uh, weird people who were, uh, no one was talking shit about Elon Musk before he bought Twitter, right? Scroll down to that, uh, scroll down to that, uh, the date there. Wait, Matt wait. Taibbi, July 2018, in a reply to the Michael Brooks show, because he was going to be on the show. This About to go on the Michael Brooks show, who is tearing Elon Musk a new one right now. Mm, 2018. You oh. became his PR guy. That sucks. That sucks. I wonder if the leftist hive mind got into his brain and told him to say that about Elon Musk. Somebody went back in time from today to plant this in his brain so yeah. that he would do that back then. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what I hate. Like, it's just I, like I, every week, bro, it's like these people are disingenuous. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. It's so ridiculous to have to be, you're operating in good faith. You have certain beliefs and principles and you got to be talking to people who don't believe the shit. They just doing whatever to get a check. They know they're full of shit. That's, that's what it is. It's a politics of gaslighting that's unreal. For you to set up and be unreasonable, like, they just started, even if, first of all, this idea that there's a there might be yes magnified hate for Elon Musk now yeah because he's on every he literally took over it intentionally so he mm -hmm. he he's so, as they would say in the law he thrust himself onto the public <laughs> stage you know what I mean like he literally he literally did that's so yes of course now people who are paying attention because at the end of the day you're not it's not again you're not you're not a, you're not a pop culture figure right like you're you're a billionaire your name is known but we're not paying attention to you you're not an attractive man your average bear is not interested in your tech shit not everybody can afford a tesla why would we be talking about that so you're not going to be as much of a focus but if you take over an app and say hey 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 you have to see everything i say and i'm being a villain and i'm destroying the app and i'm letting the bigots back on and everyone and all of a sudden you get called every kind of racial slur um it, it, then then yeah people won't fucking like you and you can't just say oh oh they suddenly people can't point to a reason people quote tweet the reasons all fucking day it's the shit yeah. he's saying 
<laughs> the, so, the shit he's so saying and doing, many. he's actively espousing it. It's not like he's pretending he's sitting up with the white supremacists. He's advocating for this. He's he's chopping it up with them. What are you talking about? He out here commenting back at libs of TikTok like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, yep. however could I solve your problems? What do you mean we can't point to it? Like, the, it's the disingenuousness that's meant to drive you fucking mentally ill debating with these people. Like, at the very least, just be a piece of shit and defend your position. But what they do is try to trick you and say it's not that. Like, I would never say if somebody mm-hmm. got up on this show and they were like, they were like, she hates the police i would never be like that is a that is crazy how they would just make up something like that about <laughs> that is a false characterization you know I, mean? I, 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 I do not accept this yeah <laughs> let, yeah let me explain to you intellectually why fuck the police but i'm not going to be like now where exactly did you take that from hate have you seen into my spirit to know what my problem is with the police yeah it's cowardly and I, on that same note of disingenuity uh, so J.K. Rowling did an interview with Megan Phelps Roper, and can you can you guess what she had the audacity to say? People who thought that she was transphobic, they were mistaken. Yeah, they were mistaken. Author, you know what's, you know what's wild right now? Why, why is the focus on fucking how bad J.K. Rowling has it? This billionaire, fucking beloved internationally yeah. superstar. It's like, hey, by the way, literally trans people are being killed on the streets. Why are we talking about J.K. Rowling and how bad she's having it? Or how bad her experiences is, you know? Yeah. It, it's because I you cannot it, accept... I, and you know what's disgusting? I tweeted about that today. The fact that, um, like, what is it? Over 800 now, 800 uh, contributing authors to the New York Times signed a letter, like, calling mm-hmm. them out about their, like, uh, anti-trans editorial bias. And today, yep. today, these motherfuckers today yeah, put out a piece, like, in defense of J.K. Rowling. It's just a slap in the face. Like, they know what they're doing. It's sickening. And I've got to also point out, somebody uh, said Megan Feltroper in the chat, which is hilarious, by the way. But she is the individual who's interviewing um, J.K. Rowling for that particular podcast that I referenced. And this is somebody who came from the The Westboro Baptist Church. The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. Yeah, it's called The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. And so she claims that she left the Westboro Baptist Church. She left religious extremism. And this is supposed to be like an objective, unbiased uh, interview. The problem is that uh, the name, the witch trials of J.K. Rowling, like I get the wizard and witch pun, but still it paints her as a victim. Mm -hmm. Um, And on top of that, what was I going to say? Fuck, I lost my train of thought. But anyways, I, I, I can add to that. That is absolutely disgusting. When yeah. you think about what you were trying to remember, that also the BBC came out and issued an apology to J.K. Rowling where they're like, oh, we deeply oh. apologize forever, you know, not standing up for, you know, the princess during these difficult times. And it's, it's like, motherfuckers, do not realize that no one is saying that, like, they're attacking J.K. Rowling for no reason. It's like you are using your platform to spread Bro. massive amounts of transphobia and it has a real world mm. effect. It, like, you are a fucking institution. That- you know, you're one of the that biggest is- fucking franchises in the world, in the history of humanity. This shit means something. <laughs> right. Like, they act as though, right? Like, here's the thing. There's a difference between, like, inaction and action, right? Everybody is not out here. M- most people, think about this, right? Most people in the world are not anywhere espousing anything. They're not, you know, they're not taking up causes. They don't have something that they are known for, they advocate for, let alone most people. She is a fucking children's book author. Mm-hmm. She's a children's book author. She is a children's book author. You know her for nothing fucking else than being a children's book author. She has no qualifications of any of the kind that she's a writer. That's what we know her for. But she has taken it upon herself to the thing she chooses 
She fucking chooses. She volunteers to thrust herself as I'm going to be figure, as speaking anti against this community. It does not matter how you fucking slice and dice this. What she is, is anti-trans and she's made it at a point to be a thing. It's not like a one comment. It's not like you say something one time, people shit on you about it. You double no, it's down. It's a crusade. Like it's a crusade. And then you leave it alone. It's a crusade. <laughs> this is an active yeah. thing. Like, I don't say when people decide... You know, people say, oh, she's a prominent uh, Rikers activist. You know why? Because I fucking talk about Rikers nonstop. That's how that happens. You can't say. So if you constantly speak anti-trans, yes, that's what you are now known for. And you are not the victim there. And this idea, they and, and they do it intentionally because, again, it's a politics of distraction. If we focus mm -hmm. on this, and we make it about, let's make it about this white woman. And then we could, that's something, oh, speech. Mm. And you should be able, because what they're all, what they're trying to do is like affirm and legitimize bigotry. Like, hey, you know that feeling in you that makes you want to say, fuck these people. I don't want to make that extra effort or whatever. Let's give you a way to make that palatable. Let's slap this woman you like. Let's make mm -hmm. it about, oh, how she's being threatened. She's being this. But at the end of the day, bro, she has a choice. There's nothing that is making her. She is not some victim. She's not some something. If you choose to speak, that's what you deal with. You deal with a world of response. You deal with that. People are going to call you everything but a child of God. How is it that you as a billionaire children's book author decide to thrust yourself into a conversation, a discourse, an advocacy, a movement that has nothing to do with you? And now you are the victim. It is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that the interview is being published on the Free Press, which is uh, Barry Weiss's outlet, who also oh, did Turf great. Apologia as well. Great. So that that gets rid of this idea that this is some unbiased interview. It's going to be, you know, the softball piece um, for J.K. Rowling. And as if she's the victim and trans people have the victimized victim. her, they've, yeah, they've lobbed death threats at her and they've called her these names. And isn't it terrible? She's just asking these questions. It's it's like the disingenuity is terrible because if you're going to be that much of a bigot and tweet from your castle about trans people every fucking minute of the day, at least own it. Say it with your, your full castle. chest. Own your fucking bigotry. Don't be yeah. a coward. That's what I hate. Yeah. Just own it. That's like that is the thing. And let me tell you something. That's I, I say this all the time. That's the one thing I appreciate about Bahamian people. When Bahamian people are terrible, boy, are they just terrible. They'll admit like, oh, we hate this thing. We just, they just step into, yes, bigotry is in the majority and we feeling it. So like, but this idea, only in America is it like the fight always around people who truly just, they want you to affirm the bigotry and call it something mm -hmm. else. They, that's what it is. It's like, how do that's I beat you over the head? How do I manipulate you? How do I gaslight you? How do I force you to say that me being a bigot isn't bigotry? Even though I am, just be that. Just not only is it not bigotry, it's it's heroic to actually speak out right, against right. it. Like they want to be the heroes of the story. It's so fucking disgusting. Like mm -hmm. I don't understand this. How can anybody like? I've never gotten understood the obsession with people living the li their lives the way they want to live it. Like it's so trans people just want to exist. Like mm -hmm. how does that offend you so much? How does that impact your life at all? It's it's it, so it doesn't weird impact and bizarre that, and, and and that's terrible. part of it though. Like that, th th this doesn't concern you. When you got a Matt Walsh or J.K. Rowling, they're going after these people. That's that's not your people. You don't have trans kids. You don't know trans people. Like all, all of a sudden, it's just like you are trying to control and manipulate other groups. That's the fucked up thing about yeah. it. Dang. I saw somebody today, a troll I blocked immediately, commented on, because I told you I tweeted that about the New York Times, and they commented, they were like, um, they responded to a trans person in my comments. The trans person was like, I'm not, you know, subscribed to the New York Times anymore because I'm not going to support a publication that, you know, supports people who, wanna, who want me dead, right? So here comes some transphobic bigot response like, um, no one wants you, no one wants you dead. They just don't want to live in their delusions with you. Let's ignore the, the former even for a moment and say this. You can't. If you are, if you're not dealing with, it is literally you forcing yourself onto people because at the end of the day, if someone's identity, someone is making determinations for you on how they want to be dealt with, right? 
You don't have to fucking deal with them. If you have a problem with trans people, you don't want trans people in your life. That's not about your life. You literally don't ever have to deal with it. You don't even have to be, you don't even have to be burdened with that. That's not about your life. You are taking an affirmative step to make this your fucking business. If they wanted you to live, it's not them trying to get to get you to live in their delusion. They're not fucking talking to you. According yeah. to you, you don't know for no fucking trans people. You're not in community with trans people. No, you are going out of your way to try to find ways to be in their business, to make them the topic of conversation. I've never in my fucking life, if you were truly disinterested, you would leave them a fuck alone i can't think of anybody any group that i am not interested in that i'm like let me talk about them what they what they thinking about I, let me, and, let me and you have to police own. them yeah. you, have to, you have to draw legislation to control them do you have to be able to control their sex lives you have to be controlled like every aspect their medical treatments do you want to control and be uh, in the room with the doctor the doctor and the parents and the kids it's like that's it doesn't concern you these are strangers and their children why are you trying to step in there and be like you shouldn't be allowed to have health care or medicine and it's like well uh, is, is that because you have a deep concern about this or because you don't understand it well i I just think it's weird and scary to me. So I don't think you should have healthcare, child. That's fucked up. They're projecting up. their <laughs> own fears. It's just it's a fear of them not understanding things, and they they make that their entire personality. It, it, it's so the whole thing is so. I still have trouble understanding it. You don't even need to understand it. At the end of the day, most people, listen, in real life, most people barely give a fuck about the people in their life they're supposed to give a fuck about. Mm -hmm. Okay? They, they barely give enough of an important fuck about themselves. You do not need to understand it. How many people in your life you don't understand what the fuck they're doing? Why is it all of a sudden when it comes to gender identity, sexual orientation, all of a sudden, now you need to you feel like you need to have an understanding of what else uh -huh. anybody else is doing. All kind of people walking around with all kind of religions, doing all kind of shit, doing all kind of hobbies. You never feel like you need to understand it. None of you decide you need to have a PhD in religious studies or cultural identities or any of these other things. You don't need to understand it. You simply need to either, you have two choices, respect people when you deal with them or leave them the fuck alone. Just two choices. Just two choices. You don't need to be educated in nothing simply to respect people. That's how it okay. works, this idea. That inherently, the idea that you Agreed. feel like other people owe you an explanation and they have to convince you, they have to beat you over the head to get you to afford them the same level of of, of rights or civility as everybody else is something steeped in white privilege, white entitlement, racism. That's what that is. Because why do you feel like every other group needs your fucking approval? Why does everybody need to give you a fucking free PhD course and beat it over your head and give you an A you didn't earn for you to decide to be fucking decent? I don't understand half the shit white people doing, but I don't say shit about it. Okay, you don't tell me I don't. I'm not in your business. It's right though. Like it's, it's just about human decency. It's just about being kind. Like just just be a person. That's it. Yes, just be a, just be a person. Yeah, be kind. Yeah, that was which, beautifully put. Multiple people are asking. I get a ramp off. Illuminati, multiple people are asking for me to bring up the fact that the docs have not been addressed yet, and we're probably really far behind. <laughs> yeah, well, so some yeah. of the questions are absolutely being addressed as we're going, so I'm kind of deleting oh, them as good. we're going. As, as oh, wait, where can, I, where can I... Oh, Matt died. Yeah, Bender, you froze. froze out. Yeah, oh, Matt, gone. come back! Oh, uh, Elon took him! No! Elon, why? <laughs> Hello? How, am I back? You're back, you're back. That was weird. All right, cool. Where do I see the uh, the the the? It's in questions? the uh, the Twitter DM, uh, the docs. Can we see them? No, no, no. In Illuminati the, can the, see them. Yeah, I can see them, but in the Twitter DM, somewhere towards the top, I think I had a response where you guys could see the answers. But if not, oh. I just in this chat is the the question asked. I don't mind seeing like not seeing the questions. I, I just yeah, want to yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, oh, I'd, I'd rather I, have I, Blair I, announce I, them. <laughs> uh, Matt froze again. Oh. Bender. 
<laughs> but but in a great freeze frame, you're, you're smiling. You look elegant. It's good. All right, now you're back. Now you're back. There you are. Oh, you know what's ha- you know what's happening? I have this automated system. What are you downloading? Autom- <laughs> automatically, ba- I automatically back up my computer every like hour to back uh, backblades. Mm. And I guess I forgot to turn it off. It was backing up. It should be fine now. I, I paused That's it. What's going on? Yep, 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 yep. Mm. So you got to reset because I was frozen. The the form didn't show up in the chat for me. So you might have to resend that. Ah. Here, let me resend the form. Hold on. But um, I, I did link to it. But by the way, for people in the chat, I did. Uh, it is pinned to ask questions. It is pinned in my chat. Just uh, the question form is. Oh, that's a good. I should pin that too. I didn't even think about that. Smart. I'm a boomer, and uh, also I need, at uh, some point, I just want to put this out now so I make sure we get to it. There, there's. We don't have to do this, but it, it made me it made me kind of uh, laugh and and help explain some things with Mr. Jimmy Dore. There's a great clip. He was on Tim Pool, and <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I saw it clipped out, so I want to share let's... that in a bit. But oh, wait, hold on. I see the I see the form, but do we have the uh, do we have access to the form that shows the questions? That's what uh, Illuminati is going to do that's for what us. I have. Oh, okay. So I had the form. Okay, I thought we could all see the questions. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a no, no, I, private I thing it. just for Illuminati. Yeah, no, this is Illuminati. It's how I make it easier this way. <laughs> Come on now. How am I supposed to control society if I'm not allowed to have that? <laughs> do you want to get to that door thing now, or do you want to wait for uh, Olay to get back? Or I saw the door. I saw the door thing. It's pretty incredible. Did I didn't see the door thing, do, but I have do to we have, and I want to see it. Okay, I don't want to. Do we have? Do we have the? Let, let's get door out of the way. Do we okay, have the other I'm clip though wait. that we need that we need to show to to compare it to? There's a secondary the clip we one? need. A secondary. Well, clip? Well, I, I'm, maybe we didn't see the same clip then, David. All right, so probably not. I mean, this is this one is the capture is weird on it, um, and there is an edit. I'm just going to be clear about that. I'm not sure what the edit what edit what it edits mm-hmm. out, but uh, regardless, what what Jimmy says here, this to me is just like, wow, okay, that's uh, why he does what he's doing. So here, here's this clip. People, oh, have- I've seen this shit in conflict with in ego conscious. So I have these dreams where my enemies or people who I'm conf- having conflict with in ego consciousness show up in my dreams. And I don't know if you've ever acted in a play, but uh, after you do the play, everybody kind of changes out of their costumes and it doesn't happen all at once. You're waiting and then you all kind of wait and you all go out for a cocktail. And and so every time I'm with in my dream with Jenk Uger, it's like we just finished a play we all we were, we were adversaries where we hated each other, and now it's after the play, and we're waiting to go out and have a cocktail, and we're just there's no animosity. We're wow. the best of friends. I'm in this parallel consciousness, and there's Jenk Uger, and he and I are hanging out. And when I wake up, I feel good about him. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It carries through. <laughs> I don't have any. I really don't have much animosity towards Jenk Uger anymore because. Has he made your fucking career, you dipshit? Anyway. <laughs> oh, I just, I mean, I, I don't even know if we should, I don't even know if it's worth even like answering this. Can we just talk about how insanely bizarre it is that Jimmy Dore is having dreams about Jank <laughs> Uger and their buddies again? Like, there's some deep seated something going on there. This guy needs to go see a therapist. This guy yeah. needs to seek yeah. psychological help. There is something wrong here. I can tell you right now, I don't have dreams about any of you guys, any of the Daily Wire people. I don't got dreams about Elon Musk. I don't got dreams about any of this shit. This is insanely, I don't got dreams about Sam Cedar. I don't got dreams about any of this shit. 
This is so insanely bizarre that Jimmy Dore is openly I'm talking about Matt this week. dreams <laughs> of Jank Uger and then being friends and buddies once again. I mean, yeah. it really does explain a lot. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What this explains to me, and, and look, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but th this is... This is how Jimmy does what he does because he used to not obviously do what he does. He's he's a right wing grifter now, but he thinks of himself as a character in a play, and that they're mm. just playing roles. And he had, of course, he doesn't. First of all, why would he hate Jenk? What did Jen like? Jimmy left the Young Turks because he decided to. He wasn't like fought like nothing. Why would he hate Jenk? <laughs> he made his he made his career. So the, this idea that there's even an animosity from from his end is to me completely bizarre. But this this idea of his dream and like how they play these roles and they go for cocktails afterwards. This is what I think a lot of right wingers do. People that that you know maybe have done some were different kinds of people in the past and maybe did try to do good and now are are in a shitty role or doing something terrible and they're doing it for money. They justify it to themselves in various ways. I think the way that Jimmy is doing it is that he just fused all the stuff as just a game and he's just playing his character and you're playing a character and sometimes you fight, but you're all just characters and none of it's really serious, even though what you're saying and doing has an impact on people that are watching you listening to you and now they believe the garbage you were spewing on a daily basis okay well but, yeah all, all jokes yeah. aside uh the things that he was po like posting yesterday are actually dangerous he was starting to post all this stuff about how like you shouldn't get your kids vaccinated because at the end of the day there's a zero percent chance of them ever dying from covid it's the uh eighth the eighth leading cause of death of children in the United States. So, like, you can't keep running down this road of, like, spreading dangerous, ascientifical, super, super fucked up information and get away with it. Like, at some point, someone has to say something and be like, that's really fucked up. Because, like, yeah, it's it's only 1% of, of, of children, or sorry, less than 1% of children will die from COVID in the U.S. That's still, like, hundreds of thousands of kids, you know? Yeah. Like, that's... that's it's not insignificant. Like there's and like your audience, by the way, there's a disproportionate amount of Republicans who die from COVID than Democrats. It's demonstrable almost to a factor of two times right now. It's sad. It's sad. It's like you are killing your audience. Joe Rogan's, the Jimmy Doors, all of them when when they're like, Yeah, you know what, you should get vaccinated. Like you kill the only like the very fans who like love you. Let them die, like. No. Let them die. Like, if they want to die, listen, you can think. You can they don't want to die. Want They're being brainwashed. Like, That's the problem. Like, it's, 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 honestly, it's, it's, it's millionaires being paid by billionaires. That's the problem. If a Tucker Carlson yeah. goes on TV and he's like spreading dangerous vaccine Lance, misinformation, that, you like, are but a man mortal. Who are you to get in between with <laughs> yeah. they and for their life? If they want to fucking die, that, that's not on you. They don't want to. They're being brainwashed. That's the problem. They're being brainwashed. They're being brainwashed. Exactly. They're brainwashed. Yes, on every single level. That's the shitty thing. They're being brainwashed to think that like, like all these things are the causes of the problems. The choice. It, <laughs> it goes one way. You heard me say get the vaccine. Either you fucking do or you don't. 
If you want to make it to the dead, you have to die. But, but your your heroes are lying to you. That's the problem. The people who you trust, like you know, like your fans right now, if they were trusting you Ooh. and you all of a sudden for money were like grifting them, I if would say that's sad. You don't do that. You, you do the That's on you. If you are in the middle of a pandemic and people are dying all across the fucking world, and you choose to believe one dipshit talking shit, like no, 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 don't take the antidotes. Like, <laughs> We've all been poisoned, no, no, no. but the antidote's a lie. It'll turn you into Magneto. <laughs> Someone's got a lie. I mean, he's a sociopath. I'm not. I'm not a sociopath. Am I killing people? Wow. <laughs> You're kind of telling I'm, these people should just fucking die. No, I am we, we are trying to. We are trying to unbrainwash people. But I'm still. I'm still. I'm still angrier. I'm still. I'm still mad at the Jimmy Doors. I'm mad at the the Jimmy Doors and the Joe Rogans who do this shit full well. Sometimes knowing that this can result in their own audiences dying. Like fuck them. Like that. They're they're the bigger picture to me. I'm right? just kind of like amazed I, they're still on this anti-vax shit. Like there's nothing else going on. Like <laughs> this is still. I guess this is the big money maker still. Like what the fuck? It does. Yeah. Uh, honestly, <laughs> oh, it's currency I, I, So online. I have a bunch of anti-vax family members. I've just washed my hands with it. Like I spent a year of my life trying to convince them, trying to send them every article, every study that breaks it down into layman's terms. And I've That's given not going to work like, on that. <laughs> yeah, you, you've made that choice. So I, I don't know what to say. Like I have members of my family um, who convinced my grandma, who was in her 90s, to not get the vaccine. Uh, and I don't know if she had COVID, but she was admitted to the hospital. Like the nurses were telling other, like my other aunts and uncles that um, my aunties were there trying to convince her not to get the vaccine. She ended up dying. So I don't know if she died of COVID or not, but she wasn't vaccinated because my aunties told her not to. So it's like, this is a death cult and I'm done trying to convince them. Like they do damage. And like, really, I, I think that and the eye should minds. be directed towards the people like Jimmy Dore who do spread this stuff. But it's just, there's only so much that you can do. There's so much information out there. And we, we've tried, I feel like we've tried, right? At least me, like I've, I've tried with everything in my power to get these folks to see the light. And at this point in time, I feel like it's out of our control, right? You know, they, they're adults, they can make their decision. Um, what makes me sad is that they're, you know, they're brainwashed and their kids don't have a choice in the matter, right? If you're a kid and, and, that's the and thing, they're right? not going to get that, their kids that's vaccinated, why that's why we have really to target. Sad. But that's why I want to target the actual people who profit off of this because they are the mm -hmm. actual mm -hmm. people like Joe Rogan, Spotify. I mean, it is the largest podcast in the world. 11 million listeners listen to it. It's actually serious that he says to his audience on a regular basis and platforms, anti-vax conspiracy theorists and people who listen to him like they could potentially get sick. So that's why mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I, I'm fine going after the Joe Rogans, the Jimmy Doors, all of these fucking clown shoes grifters who are fine spreading that kind of stuff for money. That's the shit, like, the fucked up thing about it all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, there's a financial incentive to spread this. And, you know, people flock to that, like, stank on shit if they're already conspiratorial minded. So, you know, if you if you put that out there and you get a lot of views and clicks, then you get that positive reinforcement. You do it again. Your audience rewards you. You grow win win. But then you, I guess, eventually lose sight of um, or lose the capacity to realize like the effect you're having or you genuinely believe as is the case maybe with jimmy Dore, that you are like spreading truth i don't even know honestly but it's sick and a lot of just... them no a lot of them do convince themselves that 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 they're right and that's how they're able to yeah. live with themselves for doing this that they just convince themselves that they're on the right side okay so yeah. here's a here's a point of view that i talked about recently in an episode that i did about talking about is make america great again classified as an actual cult 
So mm. something you have to consider when we're talking about saying these people are brainwashed, brainwashed, right, is if someone has been brainwashed, then we have to treat them a certain way, which is through hope. Because if you're going to essentially admit that a group of people is brainwashed, then you're admitting that they've essentially been through a bunch of psychological trauma, which means to a degree, you can't even fully fault them for the actions that they do. You, you can to a degree, but there's a point where you go, they weren't even in the right headspace anymore. So if we're going to talk mm -hmm. about someone being brainwashed, we have to start coming to these people with empathy. And it can be hard to treat these folks that believe in, in Trumpism and Q and stuff with empathy. And that's kind of just, I don't know. I'm not so quick mm -hmm. to say they've been brainwashed. I get where you guys are coming from, where these people have these huge okay. megaphone voices. Okay. okay. Illuminati brought it right yeah. there to the end, right? Because I was objecting to the brainwash it from yeah. then for the exact reason. No, but that when it comes to them hurting themselves, that is that has to be brainwashing, right? They're not masochists. Like they, they. But when no, it comes to no, doing no something that's going to hurt them, intentionally to kill themselves through. Well, you have to think about it from their perspective, right? They're being told that taking this vaccine is going to like kill harm them, them, essentially. Yeah, right? harm them so or make their hearts explode or their brains turn to goo. So my so my anger is not at them though. I'm not angry at the people who actually believe that. It, it, yeah. In theory, it's it, it's the people who profit off. It's the Joe Rogans and people who let's make money off spreading no, that let's, shit. Let's keep it G real, okay? Let's keep it G real. The the side, the people, the commentators, the people that we deal with, the what's on the right are people that are not even fucking qualified. They know that there's all kind of evidence out there. It's literally a known fact. It's in the courts of the law that Tucker Carlson and all this show is some foolishness and never to be believed. All the evidence is out there. They make a conscious fucking decision that this is the bullshit that they like. This is what they want to hear. They like that affirming shit. It's not a it's not for a lack of of resources out there that they're not hearing us or that they're not hearing these points of views. They actively don't fucking want to hear it. When they hear it, it is a problem. They don't want to hear from those people. This is a choice. Yes. This some degree yes there's information there are some people that get caught up in it if you're indoctrinating you're raised in certain kind of households and that's unfortunate yes oh yeah you know the children but you know what children grow up to be products of their environment and their parents so you know what they're gonna probably grow up to be like yeah okay let's focus last on that like yeah they're being fed this but there's a choice in it they know and what do they do when we when you create systems of fact checkers when they see it come out like this is misinformation this is actual this is you know what they say Oh my God, fuck all this woke agenda, blah, 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 blah. That's what they do. They choose to dismiss it. So you only, you know, hurting your own head thinking, you know, oh, let me try to save these people because they don't want to be fucking That saved. isn't every single person though. Like Not there are people that can't. Definitely, people, I don't think it's enough. That's, I don't that's think. kind of the point though. Like the, you want to pull people enough. off the edge who can be pulled. Obviously you can't save everybody. But like the, there are people who are just uninformed. And then if they hear the message, then they become informed and they're willing to listen. It's about finding those people. That's not going to be everybody. It's not going to be most people even. I'll, but there, there is that. I, I, think, I, th I think the, the definitely, there's definitely a difference between uh, the different people who believe in this stuff. I call the people who are, you know, they because we, we have to get past the idea. A lot of people seem to think that, oh, everyone is pulled down this hole and no, uh, you know, they're oh, not actually this yeah. way. All people start from you know, not believing this stuff and they become, they could become good if they weren't. No, I'm sorry. They're, I call them true believers. There are people who are just racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic. They're just bigots. And those are usually the people who are the grifters. Those are usually the people who form the organizations, who, who go out there and really spread this stuff. And there's, there, there's no saving them because this is who they are. They are bad people. Um, but there are also people who they bring into this who, who could, could be pulled out. 
this is not maybe who they are. They are brought in on false pretenses. They're not, you know, very smart or they're very susceptible to being fooled into this, believing this stuff. And they fall down these rabbit holes. And I do think it is worthwhile to try to reach these people. But I also don't think it's a worthwhile effort, broadly speaking, from just like people like us. Like, I know we put this stuff out there in hopes that like people find our content. And that's that's what I do. Why? I, why? I, one of the reasons why I do what I do with my content. But okay. like... We can't spend time going out and trying to reach individuals. That's something that their their family, their friends need to do. Because like if 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 I these people, like like it's good that maybe their family and friends can use our content, what we put out there, as the material yes. to pull them out. But we can't be the ones to pull I, those people I, I, out I, on, yeah, on our own. No, I I, I agree yeah. with that. My point being that I think the people who have more impact in terms of damage are the ones that I want to criticize, such as again the Joe Rogans and the Jimmy Doors who spread that information, rather than mm -hmm. simply going after the people who fell into that for whatever reason. They're the ones that actually have more power. They're the ones that actually have like massive microphones and massive megaphones that are spreading out to everybody else. And, and they're the ones that are spreading this shit. So that, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I, I think that should be our focus. Yeah, respectively like, like, even to, in, to everyone in, here. I know we're all disagreeing, but like it's respectively to everybody here. Even in the, the early days of COVID, when there were people who are the early, early days of the vaccine, when there were people who were in the hospital with COVID and then they were talking about how they were regretting it and they wish they got the vaccine. I didn't cover that going, ha ha, you got the, you got COVID because you get the vaccine. I was covering that as a way to be like, hey, this per look, this person once thought this way. Now they think this way because they had this experience and this is a, a learning experience for people. So th there's meanwhile, as Lance said, People that are actually spreading the misinformation; those are the ones that deserve our 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 vitriol, our uh, our coverage, because they're the ones that are actually the the ones that are in the process here of uh, of confusing people about what the reality is. Well, don't get me wrong. By the way, in relation to me actually directly agreeing with Olay, um, if there's this person who's coming before me and all of a sudden like starts speaking and it's like uh, indigenous people are alcoholics or something like that, I'm obviously going to be fucking furious at that person at that moment, right? But I think in terms of like the person I want to call out is, is is the larger figures that are fucking imparting that information to that person. Like, where did you get that from? How did that come? Is is it directly from X person or systemic racism? What what's the reason? Is is the version that I want to go after. Yep. Yeah, I don't think it's really so much about like focus on any individual. It's not really about like whether or not the, the, the individuals are bad or going after individuals or anything versus the group. I think sometimes what happens is I and I and, and I get and I get the different perspectives and I think I come out to where you know Binder is on on this. I do think what end up what ends up happening happening is People are one absolved or what a choice is. Like it's rewritten as though like most of the nation, like, yeah, there's a smaller pot of people that are just bigots and then everybody else is being dragged along. And that is completely, in, it, it's completely inconsistent with history and the reality of this nation and all this. There's a lot of, I think there's an unwillingness to accept a certain level of what is bigotry, period. That is what is being, that is what is being packaged to them. That is what they are rallying around. And I think there, there is, um, there has to be more acknowledgement of that, I think. And then sometimes I think what the danger is, is like, yes, obviously, I think we're, we're all in the business of speaking and talking, right? Like, if, if I didn't believe it was valuable, you know, it's obviously valuable to, you know, speak against inherently what you're doing and advocating for anything or talking about anything or doing awareness is in debunking something else, right? Speaking against something, having a new narrative, misinformation. So obviously, I think that is right in everybody doing that. I think what I think sometimes the danger is in 
you can get caught up in almost like centering these people unintentionally, you know, approaching narratives from the perspectives of, of them and, and, you know, and how they see it in this and how do you make and it most palatable for it? It becomes about making something more palatable for a group of people that fundamentally are not the largest. So who are you going to be, you know, you speaking to and getting in? That's what I think is something to be cautious of, but I understand and, and, and um, align with the fundamental overarching arguments we have here. And then the only, I guess, kind of clarifying thing I wanted to say when I was talking about just saying, you you know, talking about brainwashing and all of that, if we just go ahead and say that this group of people is brainwashed, what we're allowing them is an escape out to say, oh, well, this wasn't my fault. It True. takes away the accountability. True. I think these people yeah. should be accountable for what they're doing, saying True. their interactions, especially the people with big microphones and big platforms that are saying just absolutely abhorrent shit. But for those individual people, if we go with their brainwashed and they have been put into this mental state where they don't know any better, it means we can't hold these people accountable because of that. And I don't think these people are brainwashed. I think like Ole was saying, they are choosing to reject information when it's being presented mm -hmm. to them. It's not to everybody, but yeah. it's enough that it's pretty disturbing. And that's, I guess where I was trying to go with that. So I, I am agreeing with you guys. I wasn't disagreeing, but um I don't think I was fully explaining what I was uh, trying to say, like the difference between the two, at least. Yeah. Nope, and I guess point. like, I agree with like, and I get where like David's coming from. Like, obviously like I'll see sometimes like people will comment at me, I'll be saying something, you know, and they'll be like, well, I'm actually uh, some other category that I would not, you know, include as people I'd be thinking about. And they'll be like, and I, you know, I like your content or I've learned a lot from you and da 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 da. And I'm like, and when my mind I clock, they're like, that's great. That's excellent that they're, you know, whatever, they're going to be the the stray person that you get. But I don't fucking think about them. When I'm, when I'm telling, like, when I'm like, when I'm packaging the thing, you know what I mean? That's great. Like, I, I treat it as, I guess I treat the work or I treat advocacy as, all right, these are the messages. These are the things I can only put out into the world and people are going to get, take what they want, receive this, this is the next thing or whatever. But I'm going to put out what I believe is speaks to the larger truth, how best really speak to misconceptions and that of that package. But I never want to, like, I never go into it with, how can I, I like, how do I best advocate this in a way to message that people can, you know, get or whatever my audience, but never some more so leaves. But I, I feel like, and not from us, obviously, I don't mean from us. I obviously mean just in the larger conversation when, um, when we, whenever you hear people talking, I guess, in advocacy or movements or whatever they're talking, it becomes a conversation. How can we best make things palatable to who's really, and it's ironic, right? Oh, like, yeah, no, like, I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't agree I with that at all. I, I, yeah. that I'm we're, just... Yeah. All, all, all I'm saying is, is give. Uh, if somebody wants to change, if somebody is showing the willingness to learn and the and the idea that the, or the, the fact that they have grown and and maybe they used to think you know shitty things or think differently, now they think different. Well, we have to allow we have to allow those people to grow. Like we have to, yeah. we can't just shame them because they said some shitty thing five years ago. Like we have to. I think it makes sense There's to allow those people, people to people change. Said shitty things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and but it, it, if they're willing to actually put in the effort and and they are changing like whether it's someone in your life or, or whoever then we all do it too. allow those people to change i mean i do agree i this is something and obviously this requires a lot of nuance because this is not the kind of conversations you have on twitter but i've said mm -hmm. this before like if you want we have a really carceral system because we have a carceral attitude also it reflects our society right like it can't what what, what happens is if we, if you want to have a world, you want to, you know, you want to live in an abolitionist world, you want to live in a world where you don't have these kind of attitudes, we have accountability, people are willing to, willing to, you know, um, acknowledge their wrongs or go through some kind of process. And it can't be a society that's like, you did this, so fuck you forever. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. You're this, you're that. And I've, and I've said this, and I believe this, I do, I do think you're right there. This, there is a level, like an unwillingness of, like I see in, um, 
like two days ago, someone mentioned Justin Bieber and someone quote tweeted it with the video uh, uh, uh him when he was like a child child and he was singing the song and he said nigga and I was just like okay guys like you know yeah, what I mean like there has yeah, to be some exactly. of those just... limitations you know what I mean blah 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 because that's I think I think people aren't honest with that and that's why I'm always like careful to online when we give into this idea of somebody you know it, a perfect example if someone's accused of something anything and they did something bad anything immediately everybody in their life is put is put on trial too like you're a fucked up person for being friends with this person and i'm like well what exactly this person can't just disappear right when you don't like somebody in society if something has done something wrong they don't just fucking poof and and disappear yeah. so they're going to be in that society so you need them to do better so what exactly do you think they're already fucking up what is ostracization and like beating this mm -hmm. person you know over the head forever how do you think that is going to foster you know but that is not a conversation people are willing to have have, you say that and it becomes about like oh you're uh, you're hating on whoever is the the victim experiencing this but yeah. i think at the reality i think there has to be a larger conversation about recognizing well harm has occurred when harm has occurred harm has occurred it's occurred there's nothing you could do about that the best thing i think forward is how do we prevent we um we prevent this harm from being reproduced right and how like what do we do that and that often takes some level of addressing the person that committed the harm and how do we change them help them whatever it is they need to do and i don't think a particularly you know punitive nature of you did this so depending on what it is obviously and i mean and i think people have the right to like dislike people or you know or maybe think somebody it doesn't deserve this particular kind of high honor or something forever like maybe don't revere people that have you know bad histories and stuff like that but it has to be some level of all right if you want people to cop the shit people really only cop the shit if they think it's okay like comfortable you know what i mean people are people that's what there's a reason why immunity exists right because people will admit to a whole lot of fucked up shit if there isn't you know what i mean gonna be a particular kind of consequence right so if you have a society that says nigga fuck you for life if you say that people are gonna they're probably gonna gaslight you they're probably gonna they're gonna lie to your face they're gonna you know so yeah i don't know you know i'm just feeling throwing things out there i agree <laughs> that was All nuanced. Right, so I, I feel like we nuanced. <laughs> we did. Yes. All right. So I got, we got questions. We got rapid fire round now. Well, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get too. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to get too far away from that because we didn't finish watching that Jimmy Dore clip because there's something, something else. Oh, you want to finish it? Well, oh, there, there, there's something else in there that I, a completely different topic he brings Ooh. up. But we have I'm and not, Matt, I'm we not have, sure we have rapid fire it. questions. We have to get through <laughs> so many. This Jimmy. This, I mean, of course, I'm talking about the Jimmy Dore speech, which I assume will famously become remembered as the "I have a dream" speech. But um. <laughs> <laughs> let's. <laughs> I had a dream speech. All right, here let's, we go. let's 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 play because there's he he turns on this could be like this is like a whole different thing. He completely goes 180, talks about something completely different, and right. to me this is funny. Like we just had very I'm serious ready. conversation. I'm, I'm not sure. So let's do this. this. Let's watch. Go ahead. Because it makes me realize, oh, we're all just playing a role. JD is the best in the business. Lots of love to him. Ask him if he regrets spitting on Alex Jones. Yes. I hope so. You do. Yeah. I was talk? there. Me and Luke were there. Do you know that? Yeah. I, I, like I, right I didn't even know who the hell he was really at that time. I, I just That's had bullshit. heard of him. And he had Wait crashed the set. Wait for and it. so it was getting physical. You saw what was happening. Was oh, yeah. I was, I, I was, was the crazy. one who ran and got a security guard. And it was this like 58-year-old black woman. And I said, hey, can you help come help us? And of course she couldn't. <laughs> what is she going to do? She couldn't do anything. And by the time I got back to the Why did you sound, ask her? Uh, soundstage with her, there were like 100 people on stage. And, ah, ah, I'm screaming. And so my story 
is that I had some iced tea in my mouth, which is true. And I went up and, you know, Alex Jones is funny. You can't deny that he's not funny. <laughs> and you know how you carry when I got up there, he literally said, hey, I'm just trying to be nice. And that was so funny. I had a spit take. And that's what happened. Oh my but he quit. He, went, he walked away immediately afterwards. So it worked. It can, we can it, pause that. We can, that's it. That's it. We don't need to hear the rest. He's fucking lying. Yeah. First yeah, he's, of all, he's, 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 we, have video. we have the video. First of all, he's, like, he's a coward. Yeah, I have the clip. I sent you guys the clip in the chat. Pull oh, that up. This It should be queued up exactly to the, the time code, too. He's a coward. Jimmy Dore is a coward. First of all, even the people who don't like Dore anymore usually bring up this moment as like the one redeeming moment of Jimmy Dore that they still remember. The time he spit on Alex Jones, who was going crazy when he ran into TYT at like Politicon or something. But now he's claiming not only does he regret spitting on Alex Jones, but he accidentally did it because he was laughing at Alex Jones's funny jokes. Here is the clip of Jimmy Dore spitting on Alex Jones. You let me know if this looks like an accident because he couldn't hold back his laughter. I have a follow-up story of a personal conversation I had with Jimmy about this. Oh, wow. So much lore. <laughs> oh, my God. Does that, look like, does that look like a spit take because Alex Jones said something so David, you know how to do frame-by-frame, frame, right? You can, you can do frame-by-frame. Frame. We No, no, uh, computer, enhance. We can do this. You can go frame by frame, get through uh, every single. Oh, it's already frame. obvious. Yeah. We need pixel, uh, like pixel to pixel. Come on. I mean, we can go 0.25 speed. Yes. We need this. It definitely enters his mouth. It enters his mouth. Wait, let, me, Watch. let me turn the audio off. It enters his mouth. I guarantee it. We'll see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. It's I mean, because like, Alex Jones was so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one thing. It's one thing for him to say, like, I'm now on Alex Jones's side because my ideological shift. And I apologize to him for spitting on him at the time. If he did that, still, that's he's still a piece of shit for doing that. But okay, at least he's owning up to what he did. He's fucking claiming now that he didn't mean to spit on Alex Jones. And it was an accident because he was laughing at Alex Jones's jokes. Give me a break, man. Oh, the, last, the last one. Oh, that okay. angle. Back into the oh, left. My oh, my. Back when I was at oh, Jimmy's show, him and I had a conversation about this because I asked him about this because I thought it was based when we, we were still on speaking terms. So, yes, what Matt is saying is correct. He's lying because he talked about how he deliberately spit on Jimmy Dore on top uh, on Alex Jones on top of that he claims that he didn't know Alex Jones but he told me that he was anticipating more Alex Jones hecklings at different shows and that there were uh, claims that he was going to show up to one of Jimmy Dore's show so he absolutely knew who Alex Jones was at that time but now this is damage control because he's on their side and when, you know he's trying oh to my when, 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 when did he tell you this do you have this recorded he told me this in 2018 do you have it recorded no, it was just the personal conversation. It's okay, Mike. So I, I believe you. Always, believe always, you. always be recording, man. Let me uh, just a word to the wise. Any, any of you having private conversation with private conversation with me? No, I'm recording your ass. So if you turn into a right wing grifter, I'm gonna use that shit against you. All right. You don't have to. All this shit's public right now. <laughs> or I'm talking about if we have a private conversation at some point. If you're like, yo, Matt, between you and me. Oh, okay, well. I could not believe oh it when God. he said that. that. I, I mean, I, I, I wasn't surprised when he apologized. Easy just for him to lie about shit. Like, he can yeah. just lie so obviously about that. Like, come on. 
come on. He's like he could have just fucking apologized. He could have just said, "I like Alex Jones now because I'm I'm now on his side. I now yeah. believe the That's shit before he I spews. saw the light. Before right. I realized how right Alex Jones was. Like, but him. Yeah. Instead, he plays the ultimate cowardly move, and even though it's caught on tape, we have the visual evidence directly in front of us. He's lying about what happened. He was laughing even back in 2016 because Alex Jones was just so funny. You lie. I, I don't think even Tim Pool believed him. Like, I'm not sure where that conversation went, but you, you see Tim Pool's face. I don't think he, like he saw the video. <laughs> like, it's it wasn't a spit take. Come on now. Anyway, so sorry, Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, we got some some rapid fire stuff. Um, okay, so uh, this one goes to David. Uh, congratulations on being a new father. Has your POV changed oh. as a leftist new father now? Okay. Um, I, I mean, I, I do pay a little more attention to like parenting stuff and like you know, like but, so before I we ever decided to have kids because I really thought. Uh, we never were going to have kids. Like, I just didn't want to have kids. And then we kind of changed our mind during the pandemic. Um, I used to kind of roll my eyes at politicians talking about, like, you know, new par or parents and, like, got to care about the kids. And now I'm like, oh, okay. I'm glad they mentioned kids and parents. <laughs> I'm a little more, uh, obviously, since I, I am a parent. Not that I didn't care about kids before, but now it's like, oh, you know, the, you know, this stuff actually matters to me now. So I pay a little more attention to what they're saying when they're talking about parents. But how old's your kid? Uh, two years old, just a little, a little oh, over two I, years. I, I remember that. I remember that. Remember uh, that? <laughs> I got a seven-year-old and a two and a th excuse me, a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. So mm. um, my three-year-old wasn't too so far <laughs> long ago. You seem so young. <laughs> I'm looking forward to when he can like wipe his own ass and like that that part's done. And then <laughs> we're know, dealing the we're dealing with that with a three-year-old right now. Uh, oh. The seven-year-old thankfully can do that. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> but i don't know apart from that it's yeah i don't know it's just uh it's for me if anything my life's just changed in the sense that i'm always busy and i don't sleep enough like that's kind of the big mm -hmm. i used to be able to sleep in till like 9 10 a.m it was amazing and now i'm i'm up at you know six seven it's every single day uh very little breaks it's very tough <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know uh, are you are you used to are value. you used to the are you used to the new sleeping schedule by now uh yeah i i yeah i mean i'm just used to waking up at this point like yeah because i i was like you i was always i slept in late as can be last uh you know i, I would go to i would literally wake up and right run to go to work or whatever now it's like i'm i'm a morning person for the first time in my life i just naturally wake up at like 6 7 a.m every day doesn't matter doesn't matter like even if the kids are like spending a night at, at grandma's or something I don't sleep late. I just wake oh, up at the no. same time. If, Can't if, help it. If, Can't help if, it. If, if he's at if he's at grandma's, I'm sleeping in. <laughs> Actually, it happened this past weekend. I, I slept until 9 a.m. I woke up. I couldn't believe I didn't wake up earlier. Like I thought my body would naturally wake up. And actually, it, usually it does naturally wake up. But I, I was up, I was in bed till nine, and it was like, wow, I actually slept in. I, I actually had nine hours of sleep this <laughs> tonight. And the issue is, I'm I'm a, a night person and a morning person, so. I get no sleep because I like staying up late, but I also like waking up early. I mean, I don't like waking up early, but I have to. But uh, when I do wake up early, I don't mind it now because I'm used to it, but it still sucks. <laughs> I'm kind of happy. What, made, what, what about the pandemic made you, because I wasn't someone who was like no kids. I just, we had kids when we felt like it was time to have kids. Uh, what, what, what made you go from no kids ever to going to have a kid? 
the world was shit. So this was the week that Bernie dro Bernie dropped out the, of the race. COVID was really hitting strong, and we were like, everything fucking sucks. And really shitty people are raising kids and having kids. A lot of shitty people, mostly shitty people, are having kids. <laughs> How about everything we... sucks? So we need to bring in another life to no, no, suffer yeah, with yeah, us. Let's, let's, <laughs> we want to bring like we want to bring something good into the world and like raise a positive person who who's going to do you know not going to be you know may not. A little presumptuous the world, there. A little presumptuous there. But a little presumptuous but, there. But, but, Father of future Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Narcissist. That's fucking hope. <laughs> Damn, we Godwin's law on that shit. Well, Zero to fifty. So far, Here we not, go. Uh, so far, <laughs> David, you're so wholesome. Uh, our uh, our son is incredibly empathetic. Uh, all the daycare people love him, so he's very nice to to everyone. Loves him. He, he's fantastic. So that our hope is to continue nurturing that uh, amazing aspect of him and making it into a good person. And hopefully he can find some other good people out in the world. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what initiated that whole thing. Well, all the chats are losing their shit. At the Everyone's laughing their ass off. <laughs> Every that single one. Dark. Yeah, really dark Illuminati. What are, what are the questions? We got to work through these questions. Give, right, give us go. some. Um, what is the panel's feelings on the reactionary rage against the war rally on February 19th? It looks like the pseudo leftists, including Chris Hedges now and a bunch of reactionary right wingers are aligning for a rally. Ominous historical links to things like file popular frontism come to mind here. I'm not lying. So let me let me just jump in with a new procedure. Can we veto questions? <laughs> <laughs> you like to veto? I'm so sorry, sweetheart. I, I feel like I only barely know about that because I saw like a tweet about it, but it looks ridiculous. Yeah, so I'm just, I don't think people involved are ridiculous. I, just, yeah. I don't want to. I, I would say cancel. <laughs> Okay. Um, here. I'm doing with Let's move on. All right. So, uh, this funny, says, so I'm a high school teacher. Do I have explicit consent to use or show my students your content in class? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. As long as they don't mind the vulgarity, sure. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we have a we have a we have a problem here because I'm saying no. <laughs> well, fair enough. That's consent, that, and that's a lesson on consent right there. You know. <laughs> no, please go ahead. Feel free. Yeah. At me next time, David. It's not me saying it. It's the YouTube algorithm saying it. It's not me saying. It. Yeah, I'm now censoring my YouTube videos when I curse. I've been trying not to curse, but eventually it'll, or once in a while it'll slip up. So I'm, I'm censoring mine. So it's completely safe for work, kind of. You know, I'm doing my best. Honestly, I'm trying my best for y'all. Uh, I, I hate swear, I'm, I'm, you know. Wait, how, how did, did he say how old the kids? Did the teacher say how old the kids are? High school. What they, high school. Oh, then fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Play that for them. I mean, they're not going to give a shit. They've heard it all before. They've heard worse. Next question. All right. How about this one? Uh, what was... Oh, oh, the question like to shuffle on me. Okay. Uh, what was something you thought was the truth but later changed your mind about when you learned new information? That God is real. <laughs> Next question. I think I... Oh, yeah. yeah like, you got to rip the mic and... <laughs> like, that. question. I feel like all of mine are like really slow, like they're they're slow transitions as opposed to being like, oh my god, like so th there's nothing in my mind sticks out really specifically. 
Yeah. I thought yeah. I liked Vince Vaughn because that was like all black. Oh, like, that sucks. I, oh, I'm going to tell you why I know, right? Because every every black person has a white person they like and they like grandfather into their children. Like everybody has one. My auntie liked Matthew McConaughey. My mommy liked Vince That's Vaughn. It. I like Vince Vaughn. The other day I was casually Matthew's saying there. that, you know, because I was explaining my white person because I was on the Daily Zeitgeist. And I was talking about my my white my good white person that I love is Drew Barrymore, and I was like that aged so well. My girl is an unproblematic queen. She really is. And in the course of being like no, because my mama like Vince Vaughn, my friend was like my my white bestie. He was like, you know, he was a me- a mega trumper. I was like, no, no, I didn't fucking know that because my my stupid ass mama <laughs> don't do no research. Started walking around here dangerously liking Vince Vaughn, fundamentally not a He's asshole, a bad white person. So- He's a bad yeah, white person. <laughs> And now now you're canceled by association. My mother is like (laughs) sickeningly problem. Like we have to talk about that next. We don't have enough time. But like you have to, you have to tell me when you realize your parents were problematic. Like what thing it was. But my mother is like, my mother is wildly problematic. Like I mean, you've complained about your mom on like every other podcast. I love her. I love her. I love her. What about like grandparents? What about your grandparents? Because my grandparents are problematic. Like 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 my grandparents are problematic. But what about like your grandparents? Was like, or just your mother? My my um. I only had one, one, like my Grammy, who is my daddy's parents lives in Nigeria, and I never met them. Um, and actually, I'm an affair baby, so they didn't they didn't mention me in the, in their little letter that they sent oh, from wow. Nigeria to the mama. So, give them less importance. My my, my <laughs> Grammy, my mama's mama. <laughs> that was my girl. Honestly, my Grammy. Um, I don't think my Grammy is problematic so much as she is lie a lot. That I do. That I do know. Like they always used to say, like if your Grammy tell you the sky is blue, you need to go outside and check. I don't think she's problematic, but she definitely gives some advice that was not meant for me to be in America. Like my grandma gave me advice that only works for the Bahamas. Like, oh, if people fuck with you, you get them back tenfold. You go to jail in the US. <laughs> like, like, like to this day, I'm suffering the consequences of that advice. Like, I'm they like, bring a knife, you bring a like, nuke, you know? My grandma, my grandma, and my grandma used to fight. Like, my, my mommy actually, all the women in my. But all the people in my family be fighting, like in the Bahamas. But my mommy and my Grammy, when I say those are two people who will pull up on you to scrap, like anytime anybody would fuck with me at school, my Grammy is there in the principal face, like, who fucking with my grandbaby? What you doing to my grandbaby? Oh, okay. It could be a situation. <laughs> like, I yeah, she'd be ready, ready. So not problematic, just troublesome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, sorry, I, I have a I have a quick answer to that question. So I this is a not polit- politics at all, but um, I used to uh, think Japanese RPGs were boring, and then I played Persona Five, and now I love Japanese RPGs, and I've played a shit ton. Okay, <laughs> so wait. that's the one thing I've changed completely. Like complete. Ditto. None, none of the Ditto. Final Fantasies, like for Super Nintendo, like Final Fantasy like three. I, I couldn't six. get into them back in the day, and now none I'm like super into them. Actually, now, same now with horror Chrono games. Trigger? I used to hate horror games because they freaked me out, but I just played Silent the Dead Space remake, and holy shit! It's so Dead good. Space oh, I want to play it's that. So good. It's oh, it's so, so good. It's, I forced myself through it because I, you know, horror usually scares me. I, I can't take it, but I. I would listen to a podcast while playing it so I could kind of get through it. Mm. <laughs> and now I'm looking forward to the Resident Evil remake. But anyways, sorry. 
I don't want to hijack. Hey, can, can I just <laughs> add real quick, not to get into games too much? I played Resident Evil Seven in VR, and I made it like halfway through, oh and I had God. to stop <laughs> because <laughs> I literally terrifying. screamed. Like my dog was sleeping next to me, and I had ah! like a a, a cuddling little girl scream because of the shit in that game. It, it tr still traumatized Mike, me. Horrible. Like I saw really, I saw a really funny tweet that was like, when Resident Evil was it Seven uh, came out on VR, it's like this is a great day for bottoms. And then as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, no one. Knows about like uh what's what's the name of the vampire like mummy or whatever um the one like at the center of the entire game. I didn't. I'm play thinking so. about evil, right? I didn't make it all the way. <laughs> I didn't just, make it all the way. <laughs> I got the recap of the story so I could play eight, um because I only made it halfway. So yeah. Oh. The me screen. Next is question. I'm like, okay, we're good. Um, okay, so this one's more, I guess, geared towards the Canadians, but I'm pretty sure that this is for all of us. Uh, what is your opinion of the fact that a Canadian petition is offering trans envy folks from even the U.S. and U.K. refugee status due to how bad it is? A Canadian, sorry, I said again? A Canadian petition that is offering trans and NB folks from even the U.S. and the U.K. refugee status due to how bad it is. Hmm. I haven't heard of it, but I support that. I, I got no issue yeah. with that. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple questions yeah. about Feinstein retiring. Move on. I'm yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, personal questions. We love personal questions. Who's the kinkiest in the group? And this person says their bet is on Matt Bender. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it, it might be true. I don't know how kinky you guys are, but <laughs> wait, it, it, in the way we're thinking, or, or a different way? <laughs> Is there another? You know, multiple definitions of kinky. Uh, people are the random shit that isn't sexual. I don't know. How many of you have memorized the entirety of kinky boots? Maybe that's what they mean by. Got <laughs> me there. I mean, this just sounds like a very slick and sly way of trying to get us to divulge on our, our sex lives. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. This is a I got two two comments in David's chat saying, Mike, fuck you. Not that that's bad, but like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why me? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that they're homophobic for pointing out the uh, highest Kinsey scale person in the chat i'm a six on the kinsey scale and you go to me as the kinkiest that's homophobia i'm 2.5 okay um who would win in a fist fight if i depend okay. on, on the guys this, no, no 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 this there's there's two examples here of two someone versus someone so the first one is Rand Paul versus Kevin McCarthy? Oh, I thought you were talking about us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was getting ready. I was getting ready. Oh, Rand like... Paul and Kevin McCarthy. Give it, um, um, amend, amend the question of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> of the rock yeah, guy. I have to analyze this. Wait, I'm is it like a four person life. brawl? Like, what's going on? Like, is it a tag team? What's happening? <laughs> I mean, I'm actually pretty sure that Olay could probably kick off, kick the shit out of all of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, did y'all see that last one? Like, not fuck Olay up. Like, it's the last one. It's like, no, no, yeah. no. Every everyone would fuck me up. I I would be at the bottom of the totem pole when someone was like, "Who's gonna get fucked up?" <laughs> yeah. Fight, I'm putting it on. I'm gonna give it to Lance. If it's Game of Thrones, if it was like a war, 
David. David's gonna kill us all. I'm telling you. All. I feel like <laughs> every week, I'm like listen, every I was gonna say it earlier. You remember that time we were like, who who would be Basil? Like who the right could really get? Every fucking week, David becomes start like a red Republican light starts shining behind him. <laughs> like, I would have, if that you, was gonna happen, it would have happened already. I know, I know, I know, I know, but I got my eyes. So I'm like, if it was Game of Thrones, it's David. <laughs> Has any of you actually been in a physical fight before? I'm just curious. Never uh, yes. Have you? Oh, multiple you times. Lost yeah. most of the fights I've ever been in. Like usually uh, defending myself or other people, like from being bullied, and got my ass kicked. Multiple times. That's so funny. I definitely have many a time I'm gonna defend other people, and nah, like I really know the only thing, <laughs> the only thing worse than my mouth is my hands. So I will <laughs> fuck you up. <laughs> so yeah, definitely fights for sure, for sure, all the time. Like I was, I I grew up. You know, my name is Olayami Oluren. You know, children and siblings all kind of stuff i would constantly and i i'm, I'm a person i've always been i realized my therapist pointed it out like I, I was meant to be a defense attorney i was a defense as a little kid you fucking with anybody i mean i was always i was always ostracized like i grew up you know in the bahamas but they bahamians are very anti-foreign so they considered you nigerians so i was always like getting bullied and picked on and i always liked the other people like that and i was always somebody like ah. I'll be all right by myself, but I don't like you mistreating these other people. I don't I don't like you doing that. So, yeah, I definitely I'll fight you for sure. Yeah. I, I think I think we might also fight. be Oh, you in Oh, oh, oh we still about the fights, right? Tell right. us about yeah. it. What happened? Uh, well, it was second grade and I won. Listen, this was a very formative experience for me, okay? So, in second grade, um, during class, this kid told me he was going to kick my ass for no reason out of the blue. So, um, he, so he approached me to fight on the playground and I, okay. So I want to tell you how I won this kids pay attention. This is very important. So I grabbed one of his arms and I spun him around multiple times and then I let go and then he fell down and then he got back up to fight me and I did the same fucking move again. <laughs> And it worked. And then afterwards, in second grade, I'm like, that's what you get for talking shit, bitch. I said this in second grade. And <laughs> at that point fuck? in time, I realized that, like, I'm very powerful. Like, to, to pull off the Solange Bowser move before it was even a thing, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so impressed by myself. Just telling the story. Like, it's, it's, it's but magical. To be, to be fair, it probably sounded a little bit more like, that's what you get, bitch. <laughs> second grade after all. <laughs> second grade after all. Right, 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 right. What I was going to say is, between all of us, I think we're also forgetting the sleeper in the room. Illuminati yeah. looks Illuminati looks like she's got to lift up her hand, snap her fingers, and we all disappear, right? I mean, <laughs> the triangle head. And <laughs> True. Laser out of the eye. Something's going to happen. Um, damn right there is. No, no, no. It's, I'm relatively quiet. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all right. So let's see here. A lot of these are just kind of kind of goofy tonight. I don't know yeah, why. I like goofy. Let's do goofy. Yeah, like I'm good with goofy. goofy? Okay. Yeah, goofy. Yeah. It's, it's the goofy, goofy hour, goofy. I feel. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So this question is just generally asking um, if we're ever going to make a Discord channel so that all of us leftist mafiaites can connect. We what? Ain't you connecting here? It's name? not live? 
I guess no, no. I think that Lance is the most tech capable or Illuminati with that. That sounds like it could be a good idea, actually, because one of the I problems guess, I, I had with, with my own Discord is like, you know, there's already some big leftist Discords out there. So there it's hard to sort of get your little like one show Discord mm -hmm. going. But mm -hmm. if it's six of us combined with all of our listenership, it could probably be a pretty hop in Discord. If I like that. And, and combine all the audiences because our audiences are kind of fragmented. We've got David's mm -hmm. audience watching, my audience, Matt's. Like, so if we combine them all together, then it gives us a better sense of community. I love that idea. Yeah. Okay. We probably should. I mean, it's it's free. It's easy to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll, so we'll work on that. This one says, first of all, shout out to Olay and generally everyone here because you all make great content that I found separately, but y'all are a force together. My question is, is it feeling like That's there's cute. less and less reason to back anyone in office or writing them to do or stop anything? It always seems like there's a stalemate at best. Um, now, Blair, no, before y'all answer, no, no, okay. don't start because we don't have enough time for y'all to dive down this rabbit hole. Now, y'all remember when we said quick rapid fire and goofy? <laughs> you saw what you said? We can make this goofy. I can make this goofy. I was like, the devil is a lie. Just to give quick hope, quick, just a quick, quick hope, quick hope. Uh, politics and office is yeah, it's a slow moving process, but that's why it's important. There's the organizing. There's groups outside of of what, whoever's in office, so that it's there's always progress happening. Yes, I, of course, it's slow when it comes to actual policy making, but don't let that discourage you because there are always people on the ground that are doing a lot of good work. Yes, one hundred percent. Everything David said, plus local elections for the love of god every single person yes, listening yes, to my yes, voice yes. right now please get involved in local politics local politics in your city you might know the, like might not know the name of the mayor you might not know like the name of the comptroller but these are the policies that are going to dictate where you spend your money especially when half of your budget might go to the police it's so important that you get involved in local politics and the thing is no one shows up there's like 35 percent turn up in, in some local politics like la for example i think has like 30 percent get involved and you could actually sway elections in that it's mm -hmm. not as sexy as as federal elections provincial elections all that kind of stuff or, or state elections but it has tangible effects and, and i have to answer as well i know i'm sorry like I, I just have to add um there are other ways to affect change besides just electoral politics for example the labor movement you can organize your workplace you can figure out how to do that safely without or to avoid retaliation support local labor movements never cross a picket line things like that because the labor movement currently is i think our our fastest route towards real meaningful change so i just had to throw that in there because we, we we can't not answer that question once it's it's brought up it's so hard to not I've done. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. Olay's face. Not impressed. If you could be an ice cream flavor, what would you be and why? This is tough. There you go. What's your ice cream? Mine would change every day because I like variety. So I can never <laughs> stick with one. It's it's just too. That's the thousand wishes the most, answer. Whatever has it's the not most a real answer. World, no, you got to commit. You got to commit. <laughs> I can't on. commit. Not possible. <laughs> You know what? I can I can commit. I'm gonna say the s'mores flavor from Ben and Jerry's. That's the one that I would be. It's good. Okay, I don't know what it's called, but there's one. Uh, it's, I think it's Haagen Dazs. I don't know. It's one of those expensive ice creams where it's like there's like uh, cone and there's caramel and there's chocolate. I I, I love like mm. caramel in ice cream and like chocolate and yeah, that's and and crunchy bits. 
all this drumstick stuff. ice cream, right? Wait, hold on. I, I, I missed out something because I for one second I was hearing vote electoral politics, stay active in the labor movement, and then I love the crunchy comments. <laughs> the texture of the Mars bar. So, what, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. Favorite ice, if you were an ice cream, what, what would you be? Oh, uh, Matt. Hmm. Rocky Road from from Baskin Robbins, not just any Rocky Road. Mm. Baskin Robbins got the only good Rocky Road there is. Oh, wow. Okay, so there's a local place in Vancouver called Ernest, and they have a whiskey hazelnut ice cream. I'm not like I'm not Ooh. in terms of liquors. Whiskey's not my favorite liquor, but this is such a good ice cream that I want to aspire to become it one day. So if I had to become an ice cream, you know, that's mm. it's my inspiration. Chat says mint chocolate chip. That's from David Hutchinson. Also good. I do like myself some mint chocolate chip. I know it's like oh, acquired, and cookie dough. Cookie it, dough like is it. a good ice cream. Yeah, I like true. it. Mm-hmm. So vanilla is my favorite ice cream. I know that's so, but I can't be that for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, re- that's actually really surprising. Yeah, I'm, I'm vanilla is your favorite ice cream. <laughs> I, I do not shocked. like. I'm real. I like plain shit. I don't like anything with like bits and pieces. Anything no, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm the uh, I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, I like, I like the um, candy. Yeah, was my twist. favorite ice cream is Briar's vanilla. Um, and then chocolate feels too on the nose. Um, I think I'm going with either either I'm chocolate dip, uh, chocolate dipping dots or an ice cream sandwich. Mm. But I'm thinking yeah. of ice cream sandwich Wait, because I'm we a fly bitch. And I thought about that. What what kind of ice cream sandwich though? What kind? Just okay. Just... First of all, I can be all ice cream sandwiches. Like don't try to <laughs> Neapolitan. There's just no one. No, this is probably the vanilla one, right? A vanilla ice cream sandwich. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about yeah. cookie witches? You consider them to be ice cream sandwiches, or is that something completely different? When I think about them, I think about boarding school, and just now I realize that psychologically, boarding school is like me doing a bid because it came to me just now. You said that, and I was transported wow. to West Virginia, pulling out a thingy sandwich, and I was like, hmm, something's going back. I'm sorry for bringing up cookie witches. No, I would just like to be an ice cream sandwich. Thank you. I've actually never had one of those. Those sound that's that sounds good. Oh, never had amazing. an ice cream sandwich? No, a, a cookie witch. An oh. ice cream sandwich I have, yeah. Oh, I was like... Cookie witches are the best. Chocolate oh, chip I, cookie witch. Ooh. When I worked oh. at Blockbuster, we had a little ice cream thing that had cookie witches, like the Toll House ones, and I would eat so much of those. Like, I put on, like, probably 15 pounds just when we had that thing. Um, you know, never paid for any of them. But you want to hear good. how you pay for your sins later on in life? So for years, right, like I could bite into ice cream and I don't I don't feel it like bite into it. And I'm just like, oh, whatever, that's not normal. And the other day, like I was at the dentist and the dentist was like, I don't know why it came up. But the dentist decided to like do a test on the tooth and was got some icy cold shit and was like, you feel that? No. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, that tooth is dead. And I was like, dead? Oh, no. Dead? And I, he was like, yeah, did you? Did you did you hit that? Let me tell you what happened to y'all. Let me tell you how life will literally stew on you for 15 years. In grade four, I was chasing after this little boy um, that I had a crush on, Nicholas, and I fell. Okay, I fell. Nicholas had nothing to do with it. Right? He didn't do shit to me. I fell, but like fell running, bust my fucking teeth and face oh. on this fucking white wall. I remember like it was yesterday, like bloodied up, right? Fuck my shit right up. And I remember I was like, Nicholas, Nicholas cost that. Nicholas tripped me. Nicholas, I remember. I remember that. <laughs> and when that, when that fucking dentist told me, yeah, I do this dad, I was like, just as calm as you were slow. <laughs> but like, I, I, I thought I got a fucking way with it. But my tooth is dead. 
wanted you to know, like, Jesus might not come when you call, but he's always on time. I, <laughs> I my fucking suit is dead. So, yes. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. Oh, I mean, look, come on, though. I think so. It's dead, but. <laughs> you not to get it removed or anything? I gotta, I'm gonna, you know, I'm a fraudulent it up, but I, I have a, I have a, he's gonna do a little thing, you know, and mm. make a wank you, whatever. You see, I'm popping them. I think look good. I didn't even know <laughs> yeah. that. That is hell. It's okay. Like, we can air it in cool for now. Like, I'm real worried though about how, like, I'm noticing though, you know, black don't crack as a myth. And I'm noticing that I'm 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 very much so mortal like the rest of everybody else. And I'm real scared about how I'm gonna age. Now that I'm like getting old enough to realize like shit could happen. And like my Grammy lost teeth. Every time my Grammy ain't had no teeth by her old age, right? And then like she used to lose, she started losing her teeth when she had her first kid. So, you know, I haven't had no kids yet. So that's like I don't know. So when they told me that tooth was already dead, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> like, this is the it has to even fucking is that already? I'm starting to game down a two front tooth. Oh my god! Like, I'm real fucking concerned for old age. Let me tell you something. Every day I be in my bed, like I might have to be the Alyssa. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna age gracefully. I don't know. I can't make y'all any promises. I haven't decided. I'm like, you know, I literally yesterday I was like, you know, I should start working out. Just so I could gaslight people when I get a BBL, I'm fucking playing. <laughs> but these these are the things I think about. Next question, Blair. Uh, <laughs> if we were to, we bet, how much longer do we think Twitter is going to be around? Oh, it's not going. Twitter Twitter is not going anywhere. The question is, how much longer will Elon Musk own Twitter? <laughs> yes that's i mean because yeah. it, it's it's worth money it's worth money it's been around for since 2006 it's got tons and tons of data there's not a single company out there that that uh works in that in the tech industry uh that would let that all just go away without them acquiring that from musk if musk had to sell off because yeah. he couldn't afford to pay his bills Tencent twitter will be around twitter will yeah. be around the question is will musk yep yeah then I think it is time to find out who we are canceling this week. Not y'all in the comments debating, but I need to stop eating McDonald's. And then here go Laura talking about, yeah, that will unfortunately catch up with it. Listen, here, don't worry about me, niggas. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like fine. Like I'm good. I, just, I mean, like, like, I'm literally fine. I'm bad. Don't you worry about me, okay? Yeah, I'm they're talking about, they're, they're talking about like, like, you eating McDonald's in the chat is hilarious. McDonald's. Like, if y'all don't stay on my damn business, like, don't <laughs> You I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. That's weird. That's weird. Chat. That's weird. Why? Why are you gonna set off on that of all hold things? Hold on, but hold on. But you Chat. Know, you're being you know weird. People haters. Look at go address that fat phobia in your spirit or something. Because every Thursday, y'all see me high as a kite, and the first thing y'all wanted to criticize was McDonald's. That was the beginning of the list. Like. Been fried all episode, and y'all never the ones that y'all say, "Oh, let me maybe put down the put down the blunt." No, McDonald's. Yes, but, I eat it once every week, but I smoke weed the entire episode. But <laughs> by the way, I, I, I'm pretty what sure everyone's always fried on this show. I, like just looking, I'm gonna say broadly speaking, everyone. Yes. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, whatever. Yeah, listen, y'all leave me at my McDonald's, okay? I love y'all. Thank y'all, but no, me and McDonald's are friends. Um, I love her. I'm so sorry. Yes, I know she's bad for me. Oh, we did this time for the McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> oh, what are we can? We canceling. <laughs>
I, I want to cancel Megan Phelps Roper. Cancel the New York Times. And the New York cancel. Times. Yeah, cancel yeah, New York Times. Yeah. 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 Oh, cancel Actually, New York I Times. literally canceled my subscription to the New York Times. I had one for the nice. show because it's Bravo. just easier. And Bravo. I canceled it, and I linked to the article that they wrote about J.K. Rowling. So um, I said, fuck this, fuck the transphobia, and I canceled. So yeah, good. literally canceled. I, I have a New York Times subscription. Maybe I do. I should have I just steal yeah. that shit. I don't fucking. <laughs> oh, I meant to tell y'all. I got, I got, um, I got Renaissance tickets. Oh, I saw. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Can, can you say how much? Just out of curiosity. Oh, they weren't. I had like four hundred. Like I. That's think, actually like... not bad compared to like. No, They're selling for like seven hundred dollars here right now. That's nuts. Yeah, honestly, I would spend more if I if somebody if I find somebody with better tickets that they can get to me, I will spend more and get it. But I was mm. I was on the wait list, but one of my followers DM me like, "Oh, I mean, I end up getting extra, you know what I mean, tickets, and I know wow. you wanted to go, whatever." And yep, immediately I was like, "Let me let me explain something to you, Raheem, and I will fight for you." Okay, no matter what you do, you have an ally here. Okay, I <laughs> love. You okay? Fuck with the rest of these people. They think they like me, but nobody did for me what you did for me. Okay? I gotta say, I, I was I, I was going to go to the Beyonce concert, but she didn't win an album of the year, so I thought, you know what, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback. So I'm going to Harry Styles instead. <laughs> <laughs> Bring up old boons. Hey Blair, you never said oh which God. which ice cream you were gonna be. By the way, you were the only person who didn't talk or say which ice cream you are. Oh, um, either pistachio or probably bubble gum because I like them. That's so mm. boring. Huh. Bubble gum's good. I haven't had bubble gum for since I was like ten, but that's a good one. <laughs> Look, I eat yeah. ice cream when I'm sad, so you need a happy ice cream. Oh, okay, I like that. But yeah, okay. We canceling the New York Times this week? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I guess. I, right. I guess we're. I guess we're uncanceling you, right? Officially. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to make a speech, Blair? An uncanceled yeah, speech. Prepared. Prepared. Oh my god! Speech. Speech. Everybody, but. I, that's it. I don't. I don't know what to do from here. I'm sorry. All right. I mean, we can go back to canceling me because I don't know how to do speeches. <laughs> so recanceling Blair. Then are we yep. only green? <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next week. Next week. Prepared. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, so Blair, are you doing Blair's your videos? Uh, because I am. I just sent a link to the to, to our Twitter group so you can put it in the chat. I am doing T-Town. Oh, okay. T-Town Ole has video now. By the way, the call-in app got video. Nice. I oh, I'm, really? I'm now, yes, I love it. We did the last episode of video. I logged. In. I was like, "Is that a start video?" I was like, "Oh, this hmm. is excellent." So I that's love it. YouTube replacement. That's the closest mm. y'all gonna get to me streaming until me and and um actually in a couple of weeks, me and LOL Overruled are starting a show. Um, so yes, that. And I'm gonna be on. Oh, let me plug things. Okay, I'm going to be I'm on. Prepared. I'm gonna be on Laverne Cox's show on March second. What? Oh, oh my I, goodness! Okay, That's okay. Awesome. Yes, yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that and I have. I'm gonna be in Majority Report tomorrow. I'm gonna be. Oh, oh. Yes. Matt Bender was on there today, right? I'm on every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, wow. Check that out. I gotta go check that out, Bender. Um, and then yes, and then Nina Turner show soon too. 
Yes, tea times, tea times next. Tea times are after uh, leftist mafia. I see you ask in the comments, Kelsey. So yeah, put out the chat. That's all I. That's what I got. And I have an op-ed with the appeal coming out soon to an abolition. Woo! Yes, thank you. Yo. Amazing. That's yes. awesome. You're everywhere. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I think so. I mean, I love y'all. Like uh, so we, we, so we, didn't, we didn't welcome, cancel welcome anybody, back. though. We didn't cancel Illuminati. We canceled. We canceled the New York Times. Blair, the New York back. Times is canceled. Blair is uncanceled. We got that. Illuminati is uncanceled. Yeah. New York Times Matt, is canceled. Do you have a different uncancel you want to do? No, that's. Uh, is that's someone on your mind? Is that why? Do you protest? No, we're a democracy. That works for me. <laughs> all right, there we go. Yeah, it's great, y'all. Right, we are so all right, guys. So we, I, I think we need to come up with some sort of outro because this gets very awkward every video or something. I know that's such a great point. <laughs> need an outro video. <laughs> something that's just played immediately after we uncancel someone, so that we're all not sitting around here going, "Oh, what's next." <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, if y'all want to um, cut up with me, y'all should get on Tea Time with Olay. Um, Go it there, is my, yeah. my show, so I don't want to hear any complaints for how I give it up. <laughs> it's, it's only going to be me. Like, so, feel the air. All, All right. right, and you could I, check out Olay, and of course you could check me out at not I'm not going live now, but subscribe to my channel YouTube.com/slash MattBinder. Follow me on Twitter at MattBinder. Um, I'm like the only one I think not streaming this right now, so I'm talking to everyone's channel viewers right now <laughs> <laughs> to go to YouTube.com/slash MattBinder and hit that subscribe button. Uh, all right, I'll see you guys all uh, in the in the in the next week. Yeah, see you next week. Peace. And I will stay here to answer super chats and then I'll be out. Same with mine. And I'm I'm out for the night. Good night, chats. Bye everyone. Welcome back, Take Illuminati. Care, Great to have you. They want you to comply. Cancel culture is about canceling. Cocaine. Up yours.